Pixels and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it, Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Pedals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Blakey Berkey, I touched a button, and we are live. We are rolling. We are Pedals and Pricks, a Bachelor Bachelorette podcast. I am Jonah Jerkins, and I am joined by my very uh, accomplished guest, Blake Burkhart. <laughs> a guest now? <laughs> I, said, I said guest. I thought it was co-host. <laughs> uh, you're always a guest in this house, baby. I, I didn't realize I got demoted, but okay. No. It's me, Blakey Berkey. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Burkhart, as my friends call me. Uh, happy to be back here uh, talking about the second episode of the week. Second episode of the week. We are, uh, uh, I don't even know what week we're on anymore, but this was the first week. Penultimate. Two- penultimate. We are, yes, that is correct. We are penultimate the, week. We are in the penultimate week. We've got at least <laughs> there are probably four hours left. We have Total. at least four hours Yeah, it's probably left. two yeah. hours Monday, two hours Tuesday. If you listen to tonight, it's Tuesday night. It is Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, we, we're, not, <laughs> we're not actually live. No, I know, but all right. If you're listening tomorrow, we recorded it. We I wanted to know we recorded it Tuesday, yeah. late, late at night. I will say so. The listeners know I am looking at Blake Burke right now. He's actually in front of me. Uh, we are podcasting together, uh, not over Zoom, and um, I can see the full array of how Blake is wearing his cap right now. He has a green. Uh, knit cap, but the way he's wearing it for some reason, it looks like when uh, <laughs> when uh, when uh, Samuel Jackson would wear uh, the uh, Kango hats backwards when he'd golf a lot. Does it look cool? No, no. It's really puffed out in the back, like you have a backwards Kango hat. But it's just like, how did you do that? It. I don't know. I was just outside. You were outside. Um, I'm inside now. It just feels comfy. You're inside. I'll use your inside voice. So you're inside now. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are not joined by Rebecca Gibson. She is, if you listen to the episode right before this, she is actually on vacation, as you already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will be joining us for the final uh, two episodes. Chris and Fencheck also, because uh, she is at home right now, uh, and we're working on getting a good, uh, a good uh, quality record from her, I guess. Yeah, we're yeah we're working on the yeah, tech and I think issues, I think uh, that will be all fixed up by next week. So hopefully we'll have the reunion of all four of us, and I'm that pretty would excited be great, yeah. about it. Uh, but until then, um, we had the mental episode yesterday, which you and I went through because unfortunately we had a tech issue with Becca, mm-hmm. uh, so that interview got lost. But uh, we did recover 25 minutes of it, which is. Uh, on the uh, that the last episode just finished up with. Hope you enjoyed that twenty five minutes. This is information that you don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't wait to listen to it myself. Yeah, you haven't. You haven't heard it either. We don't talk about you at all. Just kidding. And I, I bet you do. I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. Right, um, because you un- unfortunately had an eye in- injury at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little red, but it is doing better. I'm okay. It's red, but um, I'm fine. Yeah, but you did have a pen pal message you this yeah. week as well. I think we had a, a incredible listener. She goes by Pancakes, right? Yeah, we have uh, our lovely reoccurring. Um, got a guest on the show. Yeah, we we mentioned her, mentioned uh, this person quite a bit. I don't mm-hmm. even, you know, it hasn't come up the gender of Pancakes. But oh, I'm sorry, I just assumed it was a, a girl. Excuse me, I'm I did sorry. as well. I but shouldn't it, do that. I should not do that. Well, in any case, Pancakes uh, messaged in again. Mm-hmm. Uh, pancakes. You, you've gotten uh, quite a bit of messages throughout the two seasons you've been on. Uh, mm-hmm. but this is the most consistent you had. It's almost like a pen pal. I feel like. Yeah, and pancake. Pancakes uh, mentioned she 
we talk about being from Wisconsin a lot. You and Beck are from Wisconsin. Right. My family's all from Wisconsin. I'm from uh, here, the suburbs of Chicago. And uh, Pancakes is from Euclid, Wisconsin. So shout out to Pancakes in Euclid. Now we know that. Am I saying that right? You would know. I would know, and I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Eau Claire. Well, I always call Eau Claire. Eau Claire. Eau Claire. Eau Claire? Eau Claire? It's E-A-U. It's a French. The way you're saying it is questioning that I'm not saying it right. I always thought it was Euclid. I always said Eau Claire. Eau Claire? Uh, let's say Eau Claire then. Okay. Um, but Eau Claire's from there, and uh, we just want to shout out our pal Pancakes. And she also agreed, because last week we had a bit of a discussion where I will put on my chicken sandwich a over-easy egg. Mm-hmm. You, oh, right. And you guys discussed that that was uh, awkward and weird, and she agreed. Well, the way this all began with Pancakes is currently listening to the podcast. I do think that eggs on chicken is weird, but I'm sure it tastes pretty good. I always like burgers with eggs on them, and I said I, I totally agree. Yeah. I've never had a burger with an egg on it. I've had a turkey burger with an egg on it, which is the same thing as putting an egg on it. Never had a burger sandwich. with an egg on it? I've had a turkey burger with an egg on it. All right. Bur- burger and cheese and egg is delicious. I heard. I hear. It's a lot at once, but it's good. If you're hungry, it's, it makes for a great meal. We put a little bacon on there, too. You know what's interesting is they sell that at a lot of bars in Chicago. They do. It's usually called like the breakfast burger or the whatever mm-hmm. and um i my friend pointed out to me years ago it's like it's weird to eat eggs and drink a beer at the same time and i was like nah it's fine and th- that night i ordered the egg one and i was drinking beer and i was like yeah this is too much <laughs> really <laughs> yeah an egg and a beer do not pair well i always look forward to st patrick's day because of eggs and kegs oh okay well you're yeah i don't know you're on a different level sentence. than me. You finish your sentence. I'm I white. said you're on a different level than oh. me. Oh, um, I just like I think uh, I think a good day drink sesh is always kind of fun. Yeah, it's fun to set your alarm to drink. See, uh, I know what's going on here is because when I go out for like eggs and I'm doing like a brunch, uh-huh. I'll always get a Bloody Mary or a uh, mimosa. I'll wait till after the meal to get my first beer of the day if I'm doing it that route. Right. I you know I I don't like to drink while I eat. Yeah, and I love drinking. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love drinking and eating and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like to kind of wait till after I've had my meal to actually start drinking. That's probably for the best. Yeah. I just feel and, like it, I feel like it kind of like masks the taste of what I'm eating, which I don't like. Well, especially if we're talking about breakfast food or even like lunch with like an egg in it uh-huh. or a brunch, you're not really supposed to start drinking until, you know, the afternoon. They They say generally, you know. Yeah, I mean the time doesn't bother me. Okay. Yeah, it's just like it's just a combo, I guess. Sure. But you know what? To each his own. Whatever you guys want to do is, I'm okay with. I support. Yeah, same. You want to drink here. during your meal? That's cool. You want to drink afterwards? I'm fine with that. You don't want to drink either? I don't care. I say you do Lou. You do. You do you. You do Lou. That it's was like, just for my friend Lou. It sounded like you were talking to a person that does luge. <laughs> like you know what? Whatever. Okay, you do luge. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Olympic coaches say to the loose team. They go, remember, guys, you do lose. <laughs> Don't change a thing. <laughs> Especially you, Lou. You do like Lou's got to do. Oh, I can't even do that. Yeah, I go. Uh, I'm talking loose team. I go. I care deeply for all of you. I hope you um, all perform well out there. And Lou, do lose. <laughs> Lou, do lose out there. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're killing it already. Oh uh, yeah, we're crushing it right now. Um also uh we are crushing this episode. I always look forward to this episode every 
We're not crushing the whatever. I'm always looking forward to this episode every week, every year. The home, every season, the homecoming Jesus one. Christ, it is one thirty in the morning right now. Just let everybody yeah no. So and we both and I weren't going to drink, and then we both drank. I didn't drink at all. So you can always tell because you can always the microphones always pick up our ice. Yeah, I realized. Um, yeah, but we had hometowns. This is your first experience with hometowns, Blake. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we we didn't. So you joined us. I know for the new listeners, Blake is new to the new words to the podcast. He joined us during the Listen to Your Heart, and I don't think we ever had hometowns of any kind. Did they meet families? I can't remember. If they did, it was really brief, and I don't I don't seem to remember that. So I don't think they did. Um, and I look forward to it. Um, I would say that that uh, it would be hard for them to do that because they didn't know who they were partnering up with till the final week. That's true. Yeah, like they were switching partners the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and it would be kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. There'd yeah. be no way to coordinate that. I mean, yeah, there would. They'd have to do it all in the last week. I don't think they did. To answer okay. your question, I okay. don't think they did. Yeah, I don't think they did. How, how was your How was your first experience with the hometowns? It was great. I mean, I, I I wish I got a full effect where we could go to other states and other cities. I know. Or wherever the person may be from. Do they ever go to other countries in that? Uh, the uh, Bachelor's specifically American show, right? Like, they don't have contestants flying yeah. from other countries. So, yeah. Right. So, right. it would only be within the continental U.S. Right. Right, right. Yeah. So, so we haven't... We, I uh, Since I've been watching, which has been the last four years, I have not seen... Um, a contestant go to another country to meet family. I have not yeah. seen that, but there, I mean, there are like, you know, there's, there's the bachelor, uh, Australia, there's bachelor Canada. So, so Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think oh, they sure, keep it sure, within sure, their sure. country. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but what if, uh, you know, that like if everything goes as according to plan with COVID, maybe sometime next year, international bachelor. Well, I mean, they, they go on international day. They actually go on. That's the thing you're, you're missing is they actually, um, Part of the Bachelor series that happens and Bachelorette is they all go on a huge trip together before they do hometowns. So they'll, they'll do like extravagant trips and stuff like that. Sure. But <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like when a season where it's a person from different countries. Mm. No, I don't think we've already seen that. That would also be tough because like not the, the language gap. You'd right have to account for that. Yeah, never. Well, mind. we had the bachelor- not, not a, there's a reason they haven't done it before. I bet. This, is, this is it. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we had the Bachelor Games um, a few years ago um, during the the Winter Olympics when they had actual um, uh, contestants from other countries because they have like other countries have their own bachelors and bachelorettes. Right. Yeah. Okay, I think I get it. Do you? I get it. I but uh, I was just I was wondering if that's ever been a thing where they. Will have like someone from England, or like they have to fly like, an interpreter. To be a contestant. No, well, from England you wouldn't need an interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard those English? I would. Nice to meet you. What? What the hell did He's he like, just? I'm English. I'm like you're not speaking my language, buddy. Jolly good day we have it here. It's like get me a fucking interpreter. <laughs> How am I supposed to fall in love with this guy? Yeah, he keeps asking about where the lift is. <laughs> the fuck's he talking about? It's on your phone, bitch. He keeps asking for the loo. I said you do loo. <laughs> Well, that's how you do a full circle. Time, that a, yeah, yeah, that's called yeah, that's, that's called the old dipsy doodle. <laughs> You'd think we planned this yeah. whole thing out, but I swear to God, we didn't. Blakey Berkey did the whole dipsy doodle on that, <laughs> which is pretty good. Pretty good dipsy doodle. Didn't go good. Um, we got so we start off with the boys, the four boys. A yeah. uh, little nervous. A lot of people are very nervous about 
uh, uh, having to introduce their family. So Chris comes in, tries to calm him down. Uh, we instantly have Zach saying he didn't sleep the night before. I think because he went on a little bit of a coke bench. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're sneaking coke in and during COVID? I think anybody Zach could probably do it. If anyone could, it'd be him. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. He knows the ins and outs. Or, um, or uh, Ivan's brother. <laughs> or Ivan. Oh come on. <laughs> but Ivan's brother sold Zach coke. <laughs> come on. Is that what he went for jail for? I don't know. Uh, he's got two tears on his ears. Yeah. Two tears on his ears. <laughs> <laughs> he got two tears under his eye. I didn't get a good look at his ears. He got two tears on his ears. Probably at least two ears in ears. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's if a musician. <laughs> if a musician really like dies, you put a teardrop on your ear. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or like uh, there's a judge that's kind of silly. He's like, sir, you got two tears on your ear, so you're getting 44 years. <laughs> that's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> judge Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I've seen the tears. They're on your ears. <laughs> your sentence is 45 years. <laughs> oh, no. A bunch of jeers for these years. <laughs> um, okay. So Chris comes in, uh, again, looking younger than ever, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Got a haircut. A little scruff on the face. Nothing changes a man's face than a a haircut. You're looking at me as a bald man and (laughs) with no sympathy? (laughs) Good Lord. I I got one haircut a few years back, and um, it'll be the one I have until the day I die. (laughs) When I get my haircut from the person who cuts my hair, I'm always like, I don't know how many more we have left. Don't fuck this one up. Yeah. I remember she, that feeling. Yeah, and then she goes, "How's the hair? How's the hair going?" I goes, "Fighting the good fight." Yeah, yeah. I remember the, uh, getting my hair cut, and the lady said, "You have very smooth hair," and I was like, "Thank you." And she was like combing it out, and I was like, "Not a lot of it left." And she goes, "No, <laughs> <laughs> oh no." <laughs> I I had already known at that point. She wasn't like breaking the news to me. Yeah, yeah. We have a yeah we have a buddy that has a joke. Marty DeRosa, great comedian, great album. Parts from Unknown, um, that it says he <coughs> from parts unknown. From parts unknown, yeah, is the album uh, name. Is yeah, why why is it that? How he says they found out that he was bald because he went to Walgreens and he saw the camera, <laughs> and the camera's behind his head, and he goes, "Oh," and then the guy goes, uh, "Did you notice that your bald spot?" And he goes, "Yeah," and he goes, "Happens here all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Happens all the time." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel about um, <clears throat> about Blake. Not you, Blake, but other Blake. Because there's so many times when it's like a shot of Tasha, but just soft focus. It's uh, uh, Blake's head's in the way, and you see his bald spot just yeah. right there. That's bad uh, camera work. That's bad camera work, but I, I don't think it is. Bad I think production. it's a producer fucking with him a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. I, we talked about it before. I would hope that they're not that cruel. I would hope that they are that cruel. You're doing the show for 20 years. You gotta start having like your little gibs and gabs. Sure, I just feel for the contestant where it's like that's they're, they're that's like, how you find out. They're like no one could tell. I really cut my hair right. No one could tell unless someone zooms in a yeah half like a two hundred thousand dollar camera on the back mm-hmm. of my fucking head. We and had then the world will see. We had a, a bachelor. I think it was Bachelor New Zealand. No, I'm going to get that one wrong. But he, uh, he was the actual Bachelor, and then he was on um, Bachelor in Paradise, which you haven't experienced yet, and I'm excited mm-hmm. for you to finally do that. Hopefully, even with COVID, we're going to have that. Um, and then also, he was on the Bachelor Games, and he had a, he shaved his head from the Bachelor of Paradise to Bachelor Games because he obviously was losing it and also lost his looks with it to 
Like you kind of felt bad for him. Really? Yeah. You don't really see a lot of the contestants go through that journey. That's a hard journey for. I don't think a lot of people understand how hard that is for a guy. You know, I feel like I got it easy because I always had bad hair. And then, yeah. I, like, my hair was thin when I was, like, in high school. But it yeah. was it was all there. And then oh, it was still thinning a little? Or was it, like, thin or was not like fine thinning, hair? Or fine. Were you thinning? Okay. Fine is the right term. And I had kind <laughs> of, like, a short... I had a short and side part in high school. It looked kind of dorky, but, like, it looked okay. Uh-huh. And then when I went to college, I decided to go straight back with it. Because I yeah. kind of knew that would look better for the shape of my head and everything else. Yeah. So I went straight back with it. That looked all right. And then I kind of just let it grow out. It was got kind of a curliness to it. Okay. And that looked cool. And then by the time I started comedy, I was in my late twenties. I was or mid twenties, twenty seven. I was twenty seven. Okay. And um, I was falling out, but I was and I was going to be on stage a lot more. So I was just like, I don't know. I'll just try some different styles, and it doesn't really matter because I'm just a you know stand up. We'll see how this looks. I tried a couple different hairstyles, and then eventually I was just like, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to shave it all off. Shaved it off, and then immediately people were like, you look better. I you remember better that. Bald. I was there one of the yep. days that you did that. I remember that you look, transition. And pe- your friends will say that to you, but the proof's in the pudding, you know? And that's like kind of like... <laughs> I think you mean the proof is in the plowing. <laughs> the proof is in the plowing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, my, nothing went down. If anything, went slightly up or stayed the same. Yeah. As far as like women wanting to go out with me or, or the women that I liked wanting to go out with me. Yeah. And so at that point I was just like, well, nothing has changed. I'm not, I'm not getting the full experience of a bald guy. Yeah. Whereas some bald guys have amazing heads of hair and they have to see it disappear. Yeah. But they're in love with their hair from a young age and it goes. And you, I have several friends like this where you see them just losing what they once considered like a good feature on them. Uh-huh. I never considered my hair to be a good feature. Yeah. And then once that's just gone, then it's just gone. And you're just like, well, shit, that was a part of myself that I liked. And now it's gone away. Yeah. And um, I never experienced that because I never was a big fan of my hair. But and no, you, neither was anyone else. Yeah, so the insecurity went away. Um, it, To me, the joke I always made was like, uh, it's like to like in a cop show, they're like to beat the criminal. We have to <laughs> infiltrate the criminal. Group. Yeah. Like we have to become the criminal uh-huh. to beat the criminal. And for me, it was like, to overcome my bald spot, I must become the bald, <laughs> the bald spot. spot. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just a walking bald spot. Yeah. I got nothing up there. Yeah. But I, no, I like for me, it, I going bald was actually kind of a good experience for me, which is really strange to say. Really? Yeah. But especially once I embraced it and shaved it all off, I was just like, this is just how people will see me from now on. Yeah. And it's just as good. Some people would say even better than when I had yeah. my shitty hair. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, there are people that look better bald. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's insane. And then you see pictures. Like, I, there's a, we have we have mutual friends that are bald, and I've only known them as being bald. Mm-hmm. And then when you see pictures of them with hair, you're like, you look better bald. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's because I just know them better that way, and I emotion, like, I'm, like I'm emotionally a, connected to them being bald. That's, like, a weird, like, con- there's, like, no answer to that. It's like, like the a- chicken and the egg thing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bald guy or, the, or, yeah, yeah. or I don't know. But um no, I feel I feel more confident as a bald guy, honestly, because I never am checking my hair. Yeah. Especially There's, when especially those like last few years where you're trying to hide it the whole time. Yeah. And it from yeah. So you're worried how it shifted. 
Or you're wor- worried about like the angle somebody's looking at it. You're worried if there's a two hundred thousand dollar camera behind you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I wouldn't want to <laughs> broadcasting. Be, I'll put you this way: the, in the two years prior to me shaving my head officially for good, I would not have wanted to be on a reality TV show, right? <laughs> where yeah. pe- people surrounding me. You wake camera. up where you got to jump in the water. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not good. Yeah, we have friends that are still holding on to it that like wear the hat when they still jump in the water. Yep. Yeah. We got a few lake <laughs> lake swimming hat wearers. I'm about yeah. I'm still. I'm there. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want to put you in the mix. But yeah, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It happens. But you know, embrace it. I guess you got plenty of hair left. You look great. Yeah, and the secrets you don't know. Um, <laughs> also, that was the fakest thing. I've heard you lie to unconscious, uh, inanimate lo- objects better. I almost said unconscious people. Um, <laughs> so that was sounded awful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was our sidebar for the beginning of the episode, yeah. that we, which we always do. Yeah. Um, so what we find out too is because of the pandemic, understandably, they can't take the contestants to hometowns, right? Because mm. a lot of them are shut down um, and probably just the logistics of being able to do that without hopefully getting sued is is crazy. So they're like, we're bringing your family to us, and then you're going to try to recreate your own uh, hometown experience here in Scottsdale, <laughs> um, uh, Arizona, where it's 115 degrees, um, yeah. which I was kind of excited about. When I heard that, I wondered, a part of me thinks, what do you think, Blake? Do you think that they had help with a production designer um, to, to kind of like brainstorm an idea or do you oh, think yeah. that they presented this idea to them or do you think that they have kind of, they had creative control ultimately? I think that they had limited creative control and they're, they're honestly, I think they're lucky to get it as good as they did. Some people hit it out of the park and some did not. I thought I would say one especially hit it out of the park. It's just weird. Like what would you do? I don't know. I like my and also would was, you say Wisconsin or would you do Chicago? I thought about that because you know we find out later that that that's what uh, Ben does. Ben, yeah, Ben, yeah, Ben, ben just that. identifies with Venice, California. Right. Seems so like he's Indiana, cheat. but he identifies as Californian. Right. Right. So because Indiana, what would you do? <laughs> you like, you know what you do? You chew a beer con a beer can and then make fun of a gay person. Yeah. Like or, that's. Let's it's, sit in this field and talk about Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I would do Chicago. Well, I'm from, for I'm, I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast, right? But like, I'm from right, you did. the neighboring town to Chicago, which is called Evanston on the north side of Chicago. Great and town, f- by the way. It's all right. And I moved uh, north there when I went to high school, but my family was mostly from the south side of Chicago. And then as soon as I was out of, high school I wanted to get right back to Chicago and I did and I've lived in Chicago ever since so Chicago would be my hometown if I was on like a TV show right and it, even if I did Evanston they'd be like what do you do in Evanston and like we go to Chicago <laughs> <laughs> we don't stay here but I would say like Evanston has a lot of charm to it especially the downtown area I used to work in the downtown area for about a year it's it I like it I liked it more when I was growing up because uh there was more charm and more like local business and like smaller mm-hmm. things and like homes and and now it's just they keep putting up um high rises okay because i think the city's doing so well financially that it's yeah. like which is great i'm very happy for the town but um it the charm is uh in my opinion losing some of its like local heart okay like it feels like just an addition to chicago right so what would you do would you 
would you okay obviously you would say you're from chicago right if if like it would be sure. it would be blake burkhart um uh uh amateur comedian and then <laughs> wait a minute. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It would say, it would say construction worker, freelance comedian. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's more like it. That's more like it. And then it would say Chicago, Illinois, or it would say Evanston, Illinois, underneath it. Chicago, um, right? Because you you live here now. No, I'd ask the producers. I'd be like, I'm not from Chicago. I'm from Evanston, but and then I from Evanston, I moved to Wilmette, but I live in Chicago now. What should I say? And they would probably and they would say, say we Chicago. stopped listening a lot a long time ago. <laughs> I think they would want it to be Chicago because you, when you're just viewing this no one wants to like look up where evanston is, right you know what i mean like and that's the same reason why if i'm in chicago people are like where are you from i'm like i'm from evanston right but if i go to another state and they go where are you from i'm like i'm from chicago right or i say i'm from the suburbs of chicago yeah but and the further away i get from chicago i specifically say chicago more uh-huh. because why not there's right. there's no it's, point of over explaining it exactly so, uh, you know, I do hate, though, when I say I, I'm from Chicago or I live in Chicago, mm-hmm. people always say, and I know they're not, they're not going to know where, but they always go, where? And I go, I live in this neighborhood. Like, I live in, you know, right now I live in West Town, but, like, I, at the time I was like, oh, like, Lakeview. And they're like, well, I don't know what that is. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, like, next to Wrigleyville? They're like, I don't know what that is. You have to say, like, like Lincoln Park. And people are like, oh, I know Lincoln Park. I'm like, I think you're thinking of the band. no no but unless you have lived in chicago for a while you don't know the neighborhoods because the neighborhoods take forever to learn it's like why ask me you know they just then i look like because they have one cousin who went to school here or whatever like people just want to have conversations which i personally hate if you if any of you meet me in public do not speak to me yeah i would say like i would say that lived in lakeview roscoe village area and which is a mile west of wrigley of wrigley field is what i would tell people right or I'd say like a mile and a half west of the lake. I think people that don't know Chicago know downtown because mm-hmm. they probably have gone to downtown on vacation or they know Wrigley Field. They, or they know of it. Yeah. Right. I mean, but that's like a big tourist yeah. destination. And then that would be it. Like, what else would you know? Like, yeah. why else would you know anywhere else? So, okay. Next question, which I think is a good question. So, let's say you uh, have made it this far with Tasha, and mm-hmm. then there's no pandemic there's no covid right and then you take her home uh let's say you decide to go to chicago so you have family in the south side would you do north side or would you do south side because that's where your family's at those are two in chicago the north side and south side are two completely different feeling places well they're so chicago is so enormous it's huge the south side is my my cousins and my relatives live at least a good hour from where my sister lives now uh-huh. with my nieces. Because my sister lives in Evanston and my extended family lives on the south side. It's legitimately an hour. Right. It's For a lot of people, it's driving to like another state. But right. they're just driving through Chicago. It right. takes an hour. So, but that, but the south side of, to me, the south side of Chicago, because I dated a girl from the south side, so I'd mm-hmm. be in the south side a lot. And uh, it felt more neighborhoody. Uh, it's the only time you feel like, oh, these are people that are from Chicago. It felt more tight-knit. You'll hear the accent more. You'll hear the, the accent Chicago more. Accent. But it feels like, I don't know, it feels like almost like what the Bronx feels like to me for some reason whenever I go to New York. Yeah, that's, and that's I don't know enough about New York to yeah. make that declaration. But yeah, I think that's probably close. Like you go to the north side and it just feels like these are people that have no connection with each other. You, you feel more of a connection, I guess. Well, th- I think people that move to Chicago 
from another place move to the north side, right? Generally, or you live they the north move side, downtown if they you know work downtown, right? Very rarely will someone move to the south side, right? If they are from another state, yeah. We have a mutual friend named Ed Towns, who also a great comedian. I want, one of these days I want us to be like terrible comedian, <laughs> a good person, but Mediocre he's from the com- he's media. from the north side, and that yeah. he's from the neighborhood that I lived in. And which is weird because like, you never meet anybody that's from that neighborhood, yeah. Anymore, really. Yeah, I mean, you just you have to be raised there, and a lot of times you're like the first generation raised there. So what do you want? So like, in your head, what do you want to do? What would my date be with Tasha? Now, I- now is that what your date? What feeling are you, are you? Are you trying to show her a feeling of like, um? This is where I'm from. This is a part of me. Um, this is connected to me. Or do you want a feeling of this is me now? This is how. This is the type of fun I like to have. I would do a combo of both. I think I'd okay. take her to like uh, some of my f- favorite like places to eat. Uh-huh. And uh, and now off the top of my head, I'm not even totally sure what I would go for there. There's so there's so much good food in Chicago. It's insane. Right. But I would have if it if, the, if it was seasonally appropriate, I'd take her to the lake. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't, if it was wintertime, I'd take her to like the big ice skating rink in Navy Pier because that's just such a cute date. Is for you know, for someone you're real you know, romantically falling in love with. That's a perfect date. Yeah. Um, it, I'd take her. I'd, we'd go for a walk downtown, maybe. But what would we briefly. like? Like, how would you? Like, how would you want to present the, not exactly where would you go, but like, what would be, here's, cause you know, I was, I was thinking about this, especially when, cause they, cause when Chris said that, I was like, oh my God, like you have to bring your, what would I bring my hometown to, right? I'm, I'm technically from Wauwatosa, um, and Oconomowoc, which are two kind of, Oconomowoc's not really, but Wauwatosa is definitely a suburb of Milwaukee, right? Um, but I tell people I'm from Milwaukee, but the thing is, is I haven't been, I haven't lived in Milwaukee in ten years. I haven't lived in that area in ten years, and yeah. it is a completely different. I don't even. I, I don't even recognize it when I come home now. That's how much. That's how much Milwaukee. At least Milwaukee has changed in those ten years, and I'm so far removed from Wauwatosa, and I moved so often that I feel more at home in. I lived in Chicago for twelve years now, and I feel more at home here. And I I definitely have like my spots and where I want to go. Yeah. I, I would have. I would give you know, somebody like Taisha or anybody, a better hometown experience from the town from, from Chicago than I could from the place I grew up in. Sure. Which is, it would kind of like fuck me up in my head a little bit. Cause I was like, how would I, I don't know how, how I would do that. You know what is it? I'm struggling with this myself is like if for someone who has never been to Chicago, right. How would you present it? Yeah. And I, I do think people from here, from Chicago give a hard time to like tourist trap stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I was bringing a girl home that wasn't from Chicago, I'd be like, yeah, we could go to the top of the John Hancock to have a martini and right. look out at the entire city. So that's an yeah. amazing date. Right. But it's like tacky. It's considered like tacky. Right. Or go to the bean, go to Navy pier, go to, yeah, you know, the bean and see the faces. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of that at Grant park is like beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's considered like cheesy tacky. Like mm-hmm. it, it, go to a street festival. Like Giordano's be, is cheesy. 
Oh, is that a pizza pun? <laughs> I didn't mean it to be, but it is. It is I mean, like... Giordano's is not a bad pizza. Like, there's better pizza than that in Chicago. It's so much but better, it's but like, it's like the most touristy pizza place. And also, if you're going on a date, some of these, like, dive bars and restaurants are not, like, where you'd want to take someone for the first time they come to Chicago. Right. Depending on the person. I would. It would depend on who it was. With Tasha, I think I'd take her to, like, classier spots. Right. But see, I wouldn't see... I, you know, I... Uh, okay, I shouldn't say that. I would... When I go on a first date with somebody, I try to give them the full experience so of who I am. So I don't try to put on a fake facade, but I try I try to take them to a nice dinner, but not too nice where it's kind of feels like you have to be like hoity toity or like you have to be proper, but like a nice restaurant that has good food, but like a nice chill atmosphere. And then I usually take them to like a fun, chill dive bar. Yeah, because like I I'd rather do that than being like here's this fancy because that's like who I am right I I'd rather if I'm gonna go out I'm gonna go out to like the dive bar everybody kind of knows each other we're all here to have a good time get drunk nobody fights nobody's trying to like be cool you know uh, type place you know what I would do I I just thought of the spot what I think that's very it's very me and it's very Chicago and would just make for a really cute little conversation starter place. Is the Matchbox off of uh, really Chicago Avenue? That I, is that is the tiniest bar in Chicago. Yeah, and it's the one of the coolest, and they make the best drinks. And really, it, and it just feels you feel like you're in like a Matchbox. Chicago has so many like hearts of the city, but right. that's like a heart of the city. That's yeah. like where all these streets merge. You're close to the close enough to the river. You're not yeah. that far from the lake. You can see downtown. It's beautiful. I haven't been there in forever. It's like the it's like a nice central spot of Chicago. You're not yeah. you're not in the south side and you're not in the north side. You're like yeah, I don't know, sort of a, kind of a almost like a random spot of the city, right? Like there's no there's not a, else a lot around there, mm-hmm. but you can get downtown in five minutes from there. Yeah, you can get wherever you want to go, and yeah. it's just one of my favorite parts. Okay, it's a beautiful place. Great recommendation. I've been there once. Yeah, it was the smallest place I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's famous for. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great experience. I had a great experience, experience there. Great, great drinks there. Yeah, great staff. Great. Uh, that's probably my favorite. One of my favorite bars in the whole city. And it would really? definitely. It's my favorite first date bar that's still around. Okay. Some of my other favorites have closed down. Sometimes. I think that's a good date too. Uh, first date bar because I don't think a lot of people know about it. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Which is good because you kind of want to like. I feel like you want to like show somebody. Exp- I did. I you know I. Went on a bunch of dates with. The, you, you have an idea? Well, I just thought of one more. Green Mill is oh, Green Mill's great. Fantastic date yeah. spot. Fantastic spot. Go with your friends too. Right. So you listen to some great live jazz. Also, amazing staff, amazing drinks. Every show they put on, whether it's uh, music or comedy, is yeah. fantastic. I was dating this girl for a little bit, and our thing, it's just like it, it was like kind of like Tation and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, why am I forgetting his name? He went home last. Uh, week ben. and we're really upset about oh. it. You and I are really upset about it. Riley, Riley. It was kind of like that where it was like everything was going well, but for some reason just didn't feel past it. But our thing was like every time we'd like you know during the courting period, you know, we would go to a, we would do kind of the famous thing, not the famous thing, but like the kind of the things that we knew about in each neighborhood. We we went to a different neighborhood every day, like we went to like you know like. Uh, Andersonville we went to this location whatever and that was like one of the most fun experiences I've had like dating somebody where you're you're kind of learning something new like it was like oh have you ever been to this 
neighborhood. I'm like, I don't really know much about it. She goes, oh, these are my favorite places there. And then we go there. But if I would say, oh, Andersonville, then and she's like, I don't know much about Andersonville. I'm like, oh, these are my favorite places there. That was yeah. like one of the most fun experiences I've had probably dating somebody sure. in you the city. Learn about the city from someone else. That's yeah, yeah. very sweet. Yeah. yeah, which I love. It's always like, tell me, show me your favorite places, which mm-hmm. is what I like. And I think that um, going to the dates is that some did well with this and some did not. Right? So we see... Um, well, first off, they find out that not everybody. We find out that not everybody can take all their, not everybody's whole family can come mm-hmm. for for COVID reasons. You know, some people are more. You know, there's a, that's a whole long conversation. Uh, but we get Brendan as a first date, his first uh, hometown. And how did you? How what was your experience on that? Well, I thought it was, I have uh, two nieces that I love a lot, so that kind of that uh, tugged at my heartstrings a little bit that it, the start of the date is the niece running out. Yeah. But before that, they, he says like, you know, where is he from again? I forget. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. It's I forgot too. Small, we but, talked about it. But yeah. he says, we have little small towns. We, I, they have carnival games a lot. Right. And I go to the, and he's like, I'm 30, but I still love the carnival games. And right. she's like, I love this. And then uh, they go to the basketball thing, and then he goes, uh, and we got a special guest, my niece, and she mm-hmm. comes running up. His niece was so sweet. Except he like, clearly loves her. He loves her a lot, but like, I don't know, like, when you're in your 20s and you're that all, you know, I guess he's 30 now, but like, I don't know, he like looked like he was going to kiss her in the lips, <laughs> like, uh, which is weird <laughs> Did to he me. get that vibe? Yeah, he was like, I don't know how I feel, and I don't know, maybe it's just kind of like the way society is now, but like seeing a, not... Not an old man, um, not a middle-aged man, but, like, um, a young adult, like, playing with a girl's hair. He was playing with her hair, like, putting his fingers in Oh, between. I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that right away because it kind of skeezed me out. And then I was like, oh, well, he's, I mean, that's his niece. That's I guess that's fine. But it just was, I don't know, it was off-putting to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I love my nieces very much. I would never touch their, their hair. hair. You're <laughs> no. not going to s- sit behind them and like r- run your fingers through their hair? I don't well, That's I don't weird, care to right? touch You their... didn't notice that? I didn't notice it, but I, I will say that that is not an impulse I've ever had is to braid my niece's hair or, <laughs> or run my fingers through it. Yeah, that's I don't know about braiding hair, but... That would make... Yeah, I think that would be weird. Have you had a girlfriend try ask you to braid their hair? Like in high school? I think that's a, that's like a thing. Um, I've had girlfriends that were just like play with my hair, and it's like why? And like, <laughs> I just don't like the way it feels. And then you just like run your fingers through it while you watch a movie or something like that. And then the whole time I'm like, I don't, I'm getting nothing. Well, this. that's what that's <laughs> what that's what he was doing with her. Maybe it might be like a. And obviously, he just loves her. He's just being cute. It might but be like, a regional thing. Like I don't know. I just I just wrote down we meet the we, we meet the niece, and then I wrote dot dot dot. Is this a weird relationship? Did it feel a little, yeah, yeah, a little too touchy? Also, I wrote, I didn't realize how dumb I think Brendan is. Oh yeah, I found him very dumb this whole time. The the cool handshake thing that they do is like, Tate just seemed to like it. Yeah, but I was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like they they have their own handshake, and she goes, do a handshake with me, and then they like try to figure one out, and then it's just Brendan being like, how about we dance like this? Again? Like, <laughs> you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's like, let me dance. The way like he talks, you're lucky you're hot, is what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way he talks, it seems like every word that comes out, he's excited that another word's following it. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't seem all that bright, and I'm I'm surprised that hasn't come up before. 
Maybe we, this is the most we've heard him talk. This is the most we've heard him talk. But he looks, yeah, he sounds dumb and he kind of looks dumb, but he's if our, super handsome. If our co-hosts were here, Kristen and uh, uh, Becca, they would be completely defending him right now because they are in love but, with him. Maybe, but I could see them getting turned off by his uh, lack of words. Right. No wordsmanship. Yeah. But it's just a thing, you know, this is more visual than anything, but like... Where, like, every time he talks and his sentences get a little longer, it's like every word is like, oh, I can't believe, like, another word is, like, coming out of my my mouth. And, like, I just, is it going to stop? I don't yeah. know when it stops because, like, these are, I can't even know, I didn't know I knew these many words. And it keeps going. And, like, this is insane that, like, I can't believe that I can, I haven't even used a period. What is a period? I don't, I don't even know what a period. It's like he talks yeah. like. And I, I know we don't want to get into politics in here, but what? we just elected a new president, which I'm very happy about. Joe Biden, I think, would make a great president. Uh-huh. But in a lot of those speeches, he seems before and after he was winning the presidency or close uh-huh. to it, you'd hear him talking, and he would just go, and I, that's what I think is that we got to do something about that. And it's almost like he forgets what he's talking about. He's like, right? <laughs> what, because people are not happy with that what we're talking about and it's just like he doesn't he forgot yeah and i i I do that too sometimes where i forget what i'm saying to somebody really and i'll just be like and that but yeah you know what i mean right yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. but and to be fair to joe biden he's like 80 yeah (laughs) brendan's 30 right so he's too dumb to be he's too young to be that dumb i did a podcast i did somebody's podcast yesterday uh before um you know, we did ours, and uh, I won't mention who, but um, he's a bit of a cokehead. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, the point is, is that he, you know, people that are known to be like that are real spazzy and then all over the place. And then sure. sometimes their brain just shuts down. Sure. So it was like he. It's not a safe drug to be doing. People no, don't do I it. would talk to. I was like talking. I'm like, I remember I'm on his podcast. He's interviewing me. Mm-hmm. So I was like doing it. And then all of a sudden he would ask me a question and I would like start talking about it and give him enough. Like, you know, you give people like kind of enough things to like kind of react and have a, que- a follow up question to it. And I would do that. And then he would just kind of look at me. And not know what to say. And then I was like, uh, uh. And then I I would just kind of like continue the story. But it was like, you're supposed to help me continue the story. Yeah. And it was one of those things where like somebody is hosting a podcast for you. But then like somebody's like interviewing you. But then you have to kind of take over the interview. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of happens with Taysha and, and, uh, and Brandon a little bit. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't. He has like very little to say about anything. Right. He seems. I mean, he's obviously clearly a very sweet guy. It seems I like mean, he's nothing- sweet with his family. I thought it was interesting. He so the whole carnival thing was kind of. And I, I kudos to the producers for putting together a carnival because like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you asked this earlier. Is like, how do I think that they came up with this? I bet you when when everyone got on the show. Some guy sits them all down and goes, okay, so Tasha's going to do the at-home week. If you make it that far, what do you want us to have ready for your at-home week? And like, as people get dropped off, they're like, we don't need that shit anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then it gets down to just the four, and they're like, we only need the 
the jumpy house and uh, the fake taxi. Yeah. And uh, Ivan just wants to cook. That's easy. <laughs> and uh, Ben, uh, rollerblades. We're good. Yeah. But you know, some of these guys probably like, we want, I want like a discotheque built for me. And they're like, yeah. oh, fuck, I hope this He's guy He's like, you know, I always wanted to swim. You know, what I always do in my hometown is I swim with sharks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're not bringing that shit over. <laughs> and Brandon's like, carnivals. Yeah. I like to play carnivals. Bennett's was probably so extravagant. They were like, we can't, we, yeah. we can't afford this. We got like, a caviar. caviar. Yeah. It was yeah, like, you got to send Bennett home. It's yeah. not going to work out. Yeah, right. He's like, uh, he's like, he's like, do you ever see the perfect storm? <laughs> like, what? I recreate that every yeah. time. My hometown is the film set of Titanic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And we need a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you know what my favorite thing to do in my hometown? Jurassic Park. <laughs> you have to watch Jurassic Park? I go to Jurassic Park. You can, you can recreate that, right? <laughs> um. So we meet his family, and we meet um, his brother, his older brother, his uh, uh, sister-in-law, sister-in-law, and their niece, which were uh, their their niece, their their, yeah. their daughter, which we meet pretty easy for Tasha. Mm-hmm. Tasha had it all. Tasha had a pretty easy this go around. I've noticed, right? What do you mean by that? The family wasn't that hard on her. Oh the yeah, the families weren't that hard on her. Um, yeah, I think there's a couple hiccups there, but Brendan's definitely was probably the easiest. Right. And then Brendan cries the whole time when he talks to his brother. Cries a little too much. Yeah. His, uh, brother takes Tasha's side. That was the one part I had a little trouble with. <laughs> and she keeps saying, you know, I just, I really, I really care about him. I want to get him to her. And the brother's going, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, um, I have feelings for him. I just really want it. Him to open up more, and he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and the whole time he just keeps looking at her, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking we, at her boobs. That you know, it'd be hard not to. We watched this together, and then you said, uh, "I think he's looking at his at her chest the whole time." Yeah, a lot. And I go, "Really?" And then I started looking at his line of sight, and I was like, "Holy shit, he is only looking." I think he just kept being like, yeah, and he was trying not to, and they're just like, gumba dibba. Yabba dabba, yabba dabba. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, love is important. What else did you say? Gooba dabba dee da doo ba da doo. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Here we go again. He goes, mamma mia. And then he waits a couple of seconds and goes, here we go again. Mamma. <laughs> but he winds up being the sweet guy. The sister-in-law almost Brennan. says nothing, but she's... No, the brother. Yeah. Brennan's brother. And Brennan, I think, comes out looking pretty good. I think so, too. I think I think uh, clearly he has a good family unit, uh, loves his niece. I think a little too much, but that's to be said another time. I think he's my second favorite date out of these four, but let's not say oh, the first yet. Okay, agreed. Um, well, then we have Zach. So, so that was our first segment. We have basically four segments. So we have... Just the four dates. So we have that, um, and then we have Zach that comes. And Zach, I think Zach crushed his home, home, his recreation of Hometown the best. See, I disagree. Really? I thought it was dumb as hell because... I loved it. It was so cute. It was cute, and it's like, it must be... A, a, hey, Daphne! It must be appealing to her to think about living in New York City, but right. probably, unfortunately, probably way less these days. Why would happen? <laughs> 
I think New York is just you know changed a bit. Yeah. It might not be very super comfortable living in New York. Maybe this year or next year, but we'll hopefully after that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not to be a bummer, but um, the first thing he does is go. He goes, "You got to show me how to how you hail a taxi." And she goes, "I never have." And he goes, "You got to do it like this, oh taxi, hey, hey taxi!" And it's like if you if he really does it that obnoxiously, what? He's yeah, an but I think he's being funny about it. That's why I liked. He he teaches her a hill cab, and she, he, she's like, "Oh, nice." He goes, "Has he like that?" He goes, "Yeah, you think you like he?" They he both did like, this think. thing where they, I think they used, they took the word "hail" a little too literally because <laughs> they both clearly did the Nazi salute, <laughs> <laughs> and to the point where I was like, "I'm gonna ignore it the first time," and then every time they were like, "Let's try it again," hail. <laughs> Taxi! And I was like, I thought they were going to say Hitler instead of taxi there. Because they put their arms straight out. You don't need to hail like that. No. I've hailed a taxi in New York. I didn't put my arms straight out and start goose-stepping. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just fucking yell and wave your arm. Yeah. They both literally did the straight arm thing. And he's like, he's like, I'm from here. Here's how you do it. I I said Friday. I like that. He goes, I'm in New York. I'm from New York. That's what I am. I'm New York. He goes, and then it kept showing uh, his name, his uh, wor- uh, what he does. And it kept saying some random town, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Is he from, from New, New York? Jersey? He said New Jersey on there. Oh, the yeah. Whole time. See, that's what we were talking about. You got to claim the coolest place near you. Right. Yeah. But he's like, and then. So this is the other part that bothered me. That that kind of gave me a weird feeling. <laughs> the the well, hailing yeah, of the taxi. Once you noticed that, yeah. But then the first thing he goes, he goes, what I like to do in New York is get a nice bagel. And it's like, he, you're being such a fucking basic bitch. Like a basic bitch about New York? It's like, oh, you like fresh bagels in the morning? That's like the, that's like a top five thing people say about New York. Like, show us what you like right. about New York. I know. And then it gets worse from there because they eat bagels. And she goes, I like blueberries. I'm a bagel. That's not how we do it in New York. <laughs> <laughs> blueberries. And he makes a big deal about it. And she's like, these blueberries are good. And he's like, oh, my God. That's not how you do the bagels. And your schmear? Yeah. You're going to put the blueberries in your schmear? He goes, are you fucking, are you fucking kidding me? Hey, my God, my God. Yeah. How about some gabagool? <laughs> right. And then they're like, what next? nationality are you he's like german and how <laughs> german and dutch and german but they so they finished their bagel date and then he goes get back in the taxi <laughs> they hail hitler again they get back in their fake taxi and then they go get pizza oh that's <laughs> right it's like he looked up new york in wikipedia <laughs> and was like what are, the, what are new yorkers like yeah. okay but that pizza, pizza was clearly like just frozen pizza. Yeah, and the bagels didn't look particularly good. I no, no, no. I feel like he's like, you know, what we like to do, in, you know, what we like to get in uh, New York diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's eat a bunch of gross shit before you meet my family. Yeah, but the whole time she's like, it's <laughs> like farting in front of her family. <laughs> but bagels and pizza, it's like you couldn't. That'd be literally if, if someone was like, where are you from, Chicago? Tell me about Chicago. And I go, hot dogs, but don't put ketchup on it or we'll beat your ass. <laughs> and also, we like pizza, too. Yeah. And we like baseball. That's it. We like pizza, but it's got to look like a sandwich. It'd be like if I was like, here's what I do in Chicago. Duh, bears. <laughs> Give me another hot dog. <laughs> no, hold the ketchup. <laughs> I put like a bunch of goofy shit on it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that. Uh, what's, this, what's the commercial song that everybody knows here? The commercial song? Yeah. That doesn't matter. The Blackhawk no, song? No. It doesn't matter. Commercial song? Isn't that like, you remember that, that viral video that went up viral? <laughs> a 
couple of years ago. <laughs> that, 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 that like uh, shit people say. Remember that? That was the thing. Oh, yeah, sort of. I hate all that shit. Yeah. I'll say the like the every Chicago stereotype I, really bothers me for the most part because you represent almost all of them. No, I don't. Have represent- you heard your voice? <laughs> I have a little bit of the nasally accent, but um, the people come here and the if they're new, they're just like, we know you probably don't want us to put ketchup on our hot dog or whatever. And I'm like, I don't fucking give a <laughs> shit. Where did that rumor ever start? No one ever has cared about that. It's yeah. like a hot dog stand started that rumor for publicity and right. it caught like wildfire and now everyone's just like yeah you need a pickle and celery salt it's like it's like first of all hot dogs are gross no matter where you go no like, hot dogs are great wherever you go no they're not like what but they're not like especially good in chicago. the chicago style hot dog is like if you like all that stuff in your hot dog and to be fair i do like it i do too it's it is a great combination of things it's amazing and yeah. what am, who am i kidding they're fucking great um what are the what are the okay so so i'm from wisconsin obviously we've talked about that a bunch but the reason i say that is because because i just said i'm from wisconsin we are weirdly proud of wisconsinites are very annoyingly proud of being from wisconsin and i think bragging about things that you get from wisconsin so what are like the top couple things that you are proud of that's from Chicago. Like, what are, what are the three top Chicago things that come to mind that you're like, yeah, that's Chicago. That's how we are. See, I don't. I, I would, can't. I would never. I would never behave that way. <laughs> this is fucking Chicago. Uh, I'd say, um, honestly, Italian beef with hot peppers. Yeah. From and you pick your place. They're they're good everywhere, and that's why when people argue about it, I'm like, shut up. Right. They're all good. Um, Portillo's is kind of a chain, but it's pretty fucking great. Mr. Beef, um, off of, uh, Chicago Avenue is great. Um, man, like Al's Beef is great. That's another chain. Yeah. But I really like the beef sandwiches. So beef sandwiches. <laughs> beef sandwiches. There's so many good pizza places. Um, yeah. yeah so you I'm say like the, the Italian one. beef pizza, like the deep dish pizza. Yeah. Chicago style hot dog is up yeah. there. Our, yeah. The bratwurst you get on the south side are fucking amazing. See, that's where I'm going to fight you on that one because there's better bratwurst in Wisconsin. Okay, fine. Polish yeah. sausage on the okay. south side. Yeah. I mean, Chicago does sausage as good as. Of course anywhere. they do. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's all that fucking same dumb shit. I think if you have like some weird cultural pride about something like that in Chicago. Yeah. The food's all coming from other places. Like, who <laughs> fucking care? Yeah. And there's also one million restaurants here. You can't claim, like, the food, this item of food is the best here because, like, a lot of them are going to be really bad. Right. And a lot of them are going to be, like, amazing. Yeah. I think the Mexican food in Chicago is as good as anywhere I've ever been. Oh, agreed. Other than Mexico, it is the best. Yeah. Better than, I've been to California, the Mexican food here is better. There is this, like, more... Um, it's so Californian. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I know what you mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm not like a, I gotta be honest, I'm not a huge, like, foodie. Okay. But I, there are great places. We were talking this weekend about uh, Rico Benny's on the south side. Yeah. They're, everything you can get there is fucking amazing. Um, I mean, there's too too many good places to name. I would say, like, Wisconsin's annoyingly proud of, like, the alcohol that's available there. <laughs> And like how cool we are because we drink a lot, oh, which man. I am definitely falling into that category of bragging about for sure. 
I get that. I I think it's uh, stupid though. It's like everyone in the mid, everywhere in the Midwest drinks a shit ton, and just because you're from Wisconsin doesn't mean you drink more than everybody else. But just let you know, I drink more than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think my family in Wisconsin outdrinks any other family yeah. members of mine yeah. or any other people I know. Yeah. Anybody from Wisconsin listens right now has said, "Fucking damn right." Yeah, and I I will say the. Wisconsin cheese is kind of a staple, yeah. and I would say I'm a big steak guy. That's like my favorite mm-hmm. food is a good steak, mm-hmm. and there you can get great steaks in Chicago. It'll cost you a fortune most places. Some of them not as much. Uh-huh. Um, in Wisconsin, you order steak; it's going to be twice the size of the one you get yeah. here, and it'll probably taste like. I think we have the best bacon in the world. Is Newski's bacon? Newski's bacon. Oh. So, so have I ever I bought you that? I don't think so. No, I'll buy you some SMO up there. Okay. Great mustards up there, too. I love, uh, yeah, good Wisconsin meat, good Wisconsin cheese. And, like, my roots are in Wisconsin, too. So and, like, a Usinger like, brat? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, okay, so that is... I'll a, say you have better browers. We probably have better polo sausages. 100%. Yeah. But that's, Italian sausages, we probably got to beat there, too. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, I think that that's the problem with their job is that, like... The contestant's job is that, of course, you're going to go to the most typical, like, touristy, like, if you're from there, you're going to be like, oh, man, that's bullshit. Like, because, like, that's, I think anybody, like, anytime people visit here that I'm friends with, they're like, they want me to take them out. My brain just instantly goes to, like, what's the most typical Chicago bullshit that people love? Like, you know what I mean? Instead of being like Green Mill. I mean, I'll end up taking them to Green Mill. But like it's always like they're, okay. I mean, deep dish I, pizza. I'm a White Sox fan, so I'd say Wrigley Field in general is the most overrated place you could go in Chicago for sure. Unless it's you run really love old, baseball, yeah. but Just the people, history feels good there. But see, I don't really get why. Yeah, like it. It it's a shit. It's not. It's still Wrigley Field, but it's like look at what's around there. It's not like Babe Ruth didn't play there. I mean, he played right. in that park, right? But it's not doesn't look anything like the way he did. Oh, so especially the history, how they changed it in the last few years too. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like it every like five years, it changes a little bit more, and they they won the World Series, and good for them. You know, I fucking hate the Cubs, <laughs> but, but things have kind of boomed since then too, and it looks kind of neat. If you like that sort of thing, but I think it's kind of like an eyesore. I think that whole neighborhood sucks. Agreed. It used to be all like really fun dive bars that were in that area, and yeah. now it's like all corporate, corporate. It's a bars. tourist trap. Yes. So I'd say that's the most overrated place in yeah. Chicago. Other than that, I, I know I said it's kind of cool earlier, but the Bean is like, go take your picture with the Bean, but it's like that's a waste of your time. There's way prettier parts of the city. Yeah. Go, yeah. go to the lake. The lake's better. Yeah. If it's seasonal, go to the lake. If it's not seasonal, go downtown. Walk down the magnificent mile right. in wintertime. Look at all the lights. It's beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. Uh, but that's the thing. I think that's that's why it was really hard to recreate. And that's why I I personally do feel I know it was the hackiest, but I think Zach did the best because he liked the cab thing and he was like, "Yo, taxi!" Like, he, like I think this is the that's we talked about this wanted. last episode, mm-hmm. um, which is our recap of the recap of the recap. Um, where I said that sometimes there's sleeper hits and I thought it was going to be Ivan, but really for me, I don't know how you feel about this. For me, it was Zach. Zach this is Zach's shining uh, episode that came out where I'm like, oh, I see. I see the connection that those two have on this one because they were being goofy. Anytime they did like a talking head with her, mm-hmm. she was talking to him in future tense. 
like, oh, the blueberries on the the schmear, we got to fix that. We're gonna. I'll, I mean, I'll live with it, but yeah. like, we got to work think on it. She's already way in on him, and he he does end up winning me over. But it wasn't so much with the taxi date thing that uh-huh. I thought whatever he did his best that they they lay down in the fountain together. Oh, you that really? That's that's the thing I didn't no no no. Like. That's that's I didn't like that. Oh, I didn't like but that either. I was saying that's just what's next. Yeah. Is he goes, I asked her to get in the fountain with me. She didn't even worry about her dress or her hair or nothing. And then he goes, and then they cuss to them like laying in the fountain. It's like, this is like, you guys look like idiots. I, they do look and this like isn't idiots. like falling in love. You're just like, you wanted to take a little dip. Being a movie nerd, I was like, you, you ruined a perfect opportunity to try to find your quarter. Like in Goonies? In Goonies. <laughs> and be like, yeah, well, this one's my dream, my wish. Yeah. And I'm taking I it I thought back. for sure they'd flick coins or something but something. they just like laid down and started making out and it's just like you guys are just fucking dirty birdies baby yeah also to... that fucking water is dirty as shit yeah probably in a wishing well fountain that's the dirtiest water you could ever come by you know what dirty coins are and but there aren't coins, coins in that they threw are a they? coin in the beginning you're the one that mentioned that to me they, they threw a coin in the beginning of this episode you said that was kind of full circle because you said in the first couple episodes with Tasha that they both like uh, made a wish into the well Oh, I don't even. Oh, I don't even remember that. I think yeah. they did do a little flashback of that, though. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So the fountain thing kind of bugged me. Where I start to like Zach, which I've never been the biggest fan of his, is meeting his family. It's his brother. Who Matt is his brother's who's name? Who's the hard? Who's the only really uh, only family member that was hard on Tasha? Oh yeah. yeah, and like real hard. Like he was like a straight up jerk. Yeah, he's like that's not how I answered. That's not even you didn't even answer my yeah, question. Yeah, you didn't answer my question. Like I just want to know. There's three other guys. It's a little weird. And yeah. it's like where the fuck do you think you are? Of right. course it's weird. You're yeah. on a dating show. Even she said that that's a weird thing that isn't really spoke about a lot because it's fucking weird. Yeah, asshole. and also there's no reason for you to ask. Right. And what is she supposed to say? Like, I only like Zach. I don't like the other three. Wink. It's, yeah. it's a done deal. You're going to be my brother-in-law, you fucking rude asshole. Yeah. But anyways, I didn't like his brother at all. Not either. And I didn't like how he was talking to Tasha. Then his dad comes out and says kind of a similar thing where he's like, I'm old-fashioned. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I'd like the fact that you're descended between my son and three three men. Am I doing a good accent by the way? I don't know what accent you're doing, but you're crushing it. <laughs> His dad kind of had a weird, like, accent. Yeah, because he's like, I'm from a small town. I'm, I'm from a small old town, old New York guy. City. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from a small town. You might have heard it's called New York City. Me, I'm from Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but he's kind of a sweet old guy, but he, he's sort of like, I'm old-fashioned. I like this. And then right away, she's like, well, what do you think about how Zach feels about me? And he goes, he's smiling. Yeah, and that that kind of moved me. And he's then smiling, it, it's making me smile. He goes, seeing him smile, that makes me smile. <laughs> Bradley Cooper's like trying to like like find inspiration for for <laughs> Star for, for a prequel to Star Is Born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was I thought that was nice. Then uh, Tasha meets his Zach's mom, mm-hmm. and that also was very sweet. Where she was just like. Well, first of all, she goes, uh, he's a really amazing guy. <laughs> Her mom says that. Yeah. And I always wonder, like, uh, I've go- I've met uh, girlfriends, mothers, or mm-hmm. fathers, and uh, sometimes they say stuff like that, and sometimes they don't, you know? <laughs> and I know that my mother always would, uh-huh. and it almost, like, bothered me. Because they're like, does that mean anything right. at all? If you, like, meet someone and be like, yeah, I really, uh, I care a lot about your daughter, She's an amazing woman, and it's like, 
would you say anything else? <laughs> like, <laughs> it means nothing that you said. Right. I was like, of course you feel that way. Right. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> what do you th- I don't want to be. But it's just like, that isn't, it's not like, oh, you think so? Yeah. It's, it's like, like, no, that no, warn kinda, me about something. Yeah, that opinion is kind of lost. A, have you ever had a parent that warned you? I have. And I think I've talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Have you and, really? Uh, and I should. Who I think it's going to be? You don't don't say the name, but like who I think it is. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. They warned you. What they say? <sighs> don't say specific names, but like, what do they say? I was told they're a bit much. Oh, okay. And maybe it wouldn't be a good idea if I wow. kept going out with them. That's similar. And to and to watch out. I uh, who cares. And so, that's been more than one person, to be honest. I've been uh, told by parents for one of my girlfriends that was like, have you met? And they said their name and they added a nader afterwards. So it'd be like mm-hmm. Blankenator. So I was like, <laughs> oh, you guys drink? Like, have you seen, <laughs> have you seen Blankenator later? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no. They're like, you'll see. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then I, I found out what they meant. Honestly, that's better than just being like, She's amazing. Yeah, she's the most wonderful girl in the world. It's like your opinion means nothing, yeah. lady. Yeah, you're you're looking through rose colored glasses here. Oh, nice thing. Yeah. Um, I felt I wrote down. I, I think this is more of a maybe because of my past, but I wrote this has got to be hard for Tasha to walk into because of the drug addict problem. Because I think the problem is is like because they saw the worst of that guy and they saw him. I mean. Drug addicts manipulate their family. They, uh, I'm not saying they do this on purpose, but it's just, you know, part of the disease. They manipulate the family. They take advantage of them. Um, they bring in bad people into their lives. Uh, they surround themselves with that for a small period of their life during that time. So I think the problem is, is when you get clean and when you, you know, you want to do better and, and are trying to do better, that even though you are making the right decisions and you're consciously trying for it, that your family is always skeptical of the people you bring into their circle. And I kind of felt bad about that, Tasha, because I, I could tell, and this might be my own shit that I'm adding into it, but like I, I could tell it seemed that their family was a little skeptical of her because they just don't trust him yet, 100%. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that at all? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's and where the brother's coming from, honestly. I, we, I don't know if we want to jump to this yet, but we, you and I predicted who was going. Yeah, and I said Zach for a lot of the reasons that you're. For the, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And and a combination of things. Yeah, but mostly it was like trust, um, red flags. Uh, honestly, his brother kind of mm-hmm. being a little bit scary. Did you write he should go home because his dad looks like John Voight? <laughs> I thought that's why she kept him to say. He looked exactly like, I was like, is, is that what is That's it? not bad. If you're dating a guy and Could you, you see what his my... dad looks like yeah. and you're dating a lady you see what his mom looks like, you're like, that's what I can expect in yeah. 30 years. John Voight's years. a good looking guy. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine though if he was like, uh, this is my dad and then she's like, John Voight? And then she didn't say it out loud, and he goes, this is my sister, and it's Angelia Jolie. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. <laughs> my brother-in-law is fucking Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, and isn't... Here's our 14 kids. John Voight is somebody else's father through a different marriage, I think. Other than Angelia Another Jolie? actor, yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. I could be wrong. He's laying a seed everywhere. I mean, he was fucking Hollywood royalty there. Yeah. For a good, good while. Yeah, but I think overall, I I think uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good date. Pretty good date. Yeah, it seemed to go fine. 
all of them go pretty good. And then we get Ivan after that. And I think mm-hmm. this is kind of middle of the road. Not a lot happens. Uh, I think his his he went to the sweet, let me tug at your heartstrings for his hometown, is that he goes, you know, I'm Korean. And uh, he's part Korean. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, uh, I don't know this, but I'm friends with the one of the best Korean chefs in the world. And we're going to cook something I together. I Filipino. Is it Filipino? I think you are right. No, I feel I bad. think I'm right. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Filipino. It's Filipino, yeah. Yeah, yeah I am wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, that was kind of rude of me, actually, to say that. Um, uh, thank you for doing that. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways. Hey, at least I could. Yeah, he goes, well, he goes, I know the best Filipino. Filip- uh, Filipino? Chef? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the world, and it ends up being his very adorable niece. Yeah. And then she teaches him how to cook a, a dish. They cook it together. Um, it looks like Tasha burns the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he but eats it. He eats it. Like it doesn't like better. it. And then she goes, "Is it good?" He goes, "Uh huh." <laughs> and then she goes, "Tell me the truth." And then he won't. And then they kiss. And it's kind of cute. I thought that was all very very cute. Yeah. And then they uh, right from there, she's it cuts to Tasha kind of doing like a just on camera interview, and she goes, "Yeah, I think." Um, Ivan's very sweet, and he also just makes me feel very comfortable. And it comes to them doing like the dumbest like tango yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah, and they both look like it is, but it's cute. It's cute. Also, I personally hate shit like that, but when like just like dancing, slow dancing, and a burning. Yeah. Slow dancing. <laughs> so burning. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good BG song. We no, it's a John Mayer song that we both got wrong. Oh fuck. Oh, sorry, we had a little cut there for a second, but um, yeah. So you don't like cutesy stuff? No, it, uh, yeah, I'd say it's not that I don't like cutesy stuff, but um, I don't know. Just like the force, like the forcing of like a slow dance when it in feels the kitchen. forced. I don't like it. And I went out with a girl years ago that I I cared very much about. How many years ago? Years and years ago. <laughs> it this uh, girl I don't think you know, but I dated her for a long time, five yeah. years. Wow, and. Um, and God, I hope she's not listening to this, and I'm sure she's not. But if she is, I'm sorry. I mean, um, if it's going by our numbers, everybody in the world's listening to this. <laughs> she's, yeah. Uh, in any case, she would want to slow dance like when there wasn't music playing. Sometimes. I don't like that either. And like it'd like usually been we would get a little tipsy, and then she'd be, and like sometimes we'd have like company over even, and I'd just be like, yeah, you know, like make sure that's everybody's awkward. okay. And then she'd be like, let's just, do, or there would be a song play, but it wouldn't be a slow song sometimes. And she'd be like, Let's just dance like this. And I'm like, no. That's weird. And it, With company over? You know what it is? It goes back to love languages, which I think we talked about at the beginning of the season. We did, because Claire talks about it, yeah. And what is what would that one be? Like a personal... Psychotic? <laughs> it's, yeah, hers was psychotic <laughs> and mine was rational. No, there's a... What, like impulsivity to it? Oh, uh, yeah. But that's a force. That's just a force impulse. And it's also just like, and I like impulsive stuff too, but like I like to feel out the other person. Like I'm not going right. to do something impulsive if the other person's not all the way in. Right. And I feel oh. the same way with like friends. Like yeah. it, it's like you don't want to push someone else into a situation that's goofy, but it's like something would be really funny or really, yeah. really fun to do. You have to kind of know your own company. Yeah. And that's a good skill to have. And we were very young when we dated. So I think it would. Well, I think also just like understanding like where you're at and the company that you're with. Sure. So I guess what they what they were doing there was very cute, but it, that sort of gave me like sort of like a like a, like, like a flashback. Not even a flashback, but just being like I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Like a uh, what would you call it? Like a 
uh, uh, fuck, like a inverse reaction. Not inverse, not inverse, but I don't know. I will, I will uh, sit like, until you figure this out. <laughs> not repulsive, but like uh, like a knee jerk reaction. Yeah, to being like, hey, I hate you. Like if you were in the room when that yeah. happened. Yeah. I, oh, I, no, I, even I, if I saw two people doing that and they both seem happy, I'd be like, I'm happy for them. But, but what if, if I was you were... with someone and they were like, let start dancing with me, now, I'd be like, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> no, stop <laughs> it. We're in. We're stop it. Yeah, that's the one thing I will say that's nice about like my girlfriend now, who who you're you know you're friends with and you know pretty well. Yeah, is that I think that like uh, I've had girlfriends in the past that, and I don't think this is wrong, but it's just not for me that want to be like that even when you have company over. And I think sometimes it's cute, but sometimes you can take it to a point where you're making everyone else feel uncomfortable because you're trying to like I don't know almost prove something. Like, Kaylee, I think Kaylee and I, like, you know, we've been dating for a long time, but, like, also, like, we don't make people feel uncomfortable that you're hanging out with a couple. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and I, I guess- think that she's very conscious of that. I think I am as well. Yeah. And then that we're more like, let's all get along instead of being like, look, look how cute we are compared to you fucks. Like I that. think couples that get to be so cute to like that just find themselves not really having company Other friends. overall. That <laughs> right, yeah. 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 Because it's just like, okay, we're going to leave you two alone for the night and forever. Yeah. Because we don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I guess in this circumstance, they are uh, basically alone. They're just yeah. the cameras around. And it doesn't feel forced. I don't think it feels too forced. It didn't feel too forced, but it just felt a little too cutesy but i could tell that they were both into it so i don't even know what i'm complaining about i was just stating a personal preference there yeah but i kind of agree with that as well i think like um i guess it depends on the the couple but um sometimes i think uh it's like it seems a little like we're trying to prove that we're all, all we need to be is in our little bubble yeah, and it's kind of like, well, this is like a, this is more. It's not really a bubble. It's like a, a fishbowl, and I can see you, and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good good analogy. You know, while I was saying, I felt pretty good about it. <laughs> you fucking nailed it. <laughs> Here I am complaining about slow dance. Yeah. Um, but then we well, we meet his family, Ivan's family. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a family that doesn't look anything alike. I don't think. No, it's no. A- you know who really didn't look alike? I'm sorry. Uh, which was uh, was Zach. Zach was one of the families that like I don't see how they're related at all. Did you feel that? Um, yeah. I mean, to a degree. I mean, I don't know. What do I know? Zach's. Yeah, they didn't. You, if you saw those two, you wouldn't be like, "You two are brothers, right?" Like yeah. you would never guess that. Yeah, yeah. And kind of the same with Ivan and his brother, which we'll get actually. To I would. I. You know, we're gonna meet his brother. Uh, so we meet his mom and dad. I think they they seem very sweet and cute. Yeah. And I thought a very good match. It yeah. seemed like. I liked. I didn't think. I didn't like the way he he explained it, but I did like how Ivan's dad brought up the fact that he also was previously married, and he also agreed that it See, was too I young think, when he was was married. I think stuff like that is important to be honest about. So I'm, yeah, I was kind of like relieved when he was just like. He was like, you've been married before? So have I. Mm-hmm. And I waited until I knew it was the right person for me. Like, yeah. I, I, I realized I was too young the first time around. And I kind of made sense of that yeah. and then found the right person for me. Like, that's cool that yeah. he would open up about that. Yeah, you get you, you see where he gets, Ivan gets his like, kind of like sweet side mm-hmm. is from his parents for sure. Yeah, and he like, and that's his, I think that's his dad like, 
making her feel comfortable with like you might feel bad that you've been married before you might think that that's a bad thing in your past but really it's like something that makes you who you are today right and that's who my son likes so i accept that part of you oh man a friend of mine uh, that i caught up with uh a couple last week you finally caught your friend <laughs> i finally caught her <laughs> you've been looking for but there's, there's a very old friend of mine and uh, i had a short uh relationship with them and we went right back to being friends uh-huh. but um she she told me that um we were talking about marriage and stuff like that and like friends of ours who've gotten married and she's in a relationship now mm-hmm. you know and um she said that uh someone told her if you're in your 30s which her and i both are uh-huh. and you have never been married uh-huh. you should congratulate yourself on avoiding your first divorce oh which is a fun way to look at it considering that that's how high the rates are now right it's like overall divorce rates are like hovering around the 50 a little over 55 right yeah they're up to 55 now which is crazy Mm -hmm. and then for people in their 20s it's like way closer like 70 75 right so they're not used to hardships right and people get married impulsively when you're young, and then you realize this is is really hard, as hard as advertised. I was in love, but I'm not anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, or there's all sorts of sad circumstances around why people get divorced. But sound like you said, it's really hard circumstances why white people get divorced. <laughs> that's <laughs> the way you said well, that. Well, let's be honest. White people are to blame <laughs> for this too. No, but um, they. It that's an it's when as soon as she said that, I was like, what an interesting way to look at it. Like mm-hmm. it, I would have. Even the the women I dated when I was in my twenties and like so sure of myself mm-hmm. that now would have been a divorce if it didn't end as a as a relationship before yeah. marriage. Yeah, and I never really looked at it that way. I thought it was a cool point. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way. That's a, that's a good way to, to uh, justify the fact that you're still single in your mid thirties. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, what a way to justify things to ma- make yourself feel bad about yourself. <laughs> it's really Might important. Be better. I'm, I'd rather be single now. Well, that's okay. I'm older than you, and I'm also uh, not married. <laughs> and I'd rather be single now without you know two bad marriages behind me mm-hmm. than zero bad marriages behind me. You know right. what I mean? Because yeah. like that's like a financial burden. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm sure some of our listeners have gone through divorce, and I sympathize with that. Yeah, and it's just it's something that happens, you know. And I feel like unfairly as well. And I think that's why I really like to hurt Ivan's dad is that unfairly, I think it's a taboo still. And I think even though it is so relevant and so prevalent that um, people still, I think in the 20s, I think in your 20s and 30s, when you meet somebody that has been married previously, there is a little bit of a hesitation just hearing yeah. that. Yeah. And I've and, never, never felt that way. Like my sister is divorced. Uh, my parents are both divorced twice you know yeah. like it's just i don't i don't think it should be a stigma anymore uh, I, agree, I agree with you i don't think it's it should. something that we have to kind of rationalize right and it's understand that like it's just like a it's just like a yeah. bad I think be careful with who you date be careful with who you marry but if it doesn't work out don't blame yourself for that right you know, yeah, move, move on yeah, get back you on your feet baby yeah get, yeah get on those feet baby yeah yeah, <laughs> give me a call. Yeah, give give give, give old Blakey boy a call. It's uh, six four eight. <laughs> six four eight. What is it? Eight four seven six five one 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 zero three. Hit me up, baby. <laughs> I'll I hit you, baby. Yeah, yeah. I don't care how many times you've been married, baby. Come on, pancakes. <laughs> yeah, pancakes are already dead. <laughs> um, and then okay, so then we meet Ivan Ivan's brother. Yeah. How do you feel With, about that? I don't like Without that they surprising. Like a bad person. <laughs> I don't like that they surprised them with it. I don't like it either. I say, you know what? In all honesty, I say kudos to ABC for 
getting his brother in there with mm-hmm. clearly, uh, you know, a past hard life, right? Including two teardrop tattoos, yeah, two teardrop tattoos, which is, you know, that's a. I'm not an expert on it, but I'm pretty sure that means he killed two people that he's willing to admit to <laughs> right. killing, right? And uh, he put it on his face, mm-hmm. along with other several other face tattoos. That's mm-hmm. not the sort of person you see on a show like this. No, you don't. And I, that's why I mean, with uh, with all sincerity, I tip my hat to ABC and the Bachelorette for right. for allowing. He's a very important person, maybe the most important person, important person in Ivan's life. Right. I include him on the show, despite the fact that. You don't see people like that on your TV screen very often, especially in a in a in a in a position of power, as in somebody is is fighting for their acceptance. Like Tasha needs his acceptance, mm-hmm. really, in a way, right? And you don't see that. You know, you usually see them as like the sympathetic, like loser character. Yeah, and then he's not. He's in a position of power, which no. I think is really. And good. I think, and I hope that it makes. Uh, Taisha like him more that yeah. that's his younger brother that yeah. clearly fell by on the yeah. wrong side of life I wrote and down who knows the circumstances around it but he clearly fell into some bad stuff for sure and, and he yeah, still loves his family right. still admires looks up to his older brother right it's beautiful yeah I wrote down that they, they did look very much similar they did look a lot alike uh, but for me it seemed like do you remember when Urkel would turn into Stefan <laughs> Yeah, Stephen Urkel became Stefan Urkel. Yeah, which I always thought was funny that it went from Urkel to Urkel. Like, Urkel. why bother changing that? <laughs> I think it helped a lot, but I feel like it was like kind of a rever- not a reverse that, but uh, uh, maybe a two thousands version of that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. Yeah, yeah, the early aughts version of that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they have. Um, she talks to the mom and the dad, and that all goes great. Would we go Ivan. Would go. Would it go from Ivan to Ava, Ivan? No. <laughs> what would be? I, Ivan the terrible. Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like, it, yeah. And then I feel like Tasha. You know, I, I I think that Tasha maybe felt a little uncomfortable talking to his brother. Well, but I, I think it was, ultimately it was pretty nice. And I honestly teared up at that part. Did you really? That was the most emotional I got this whole episode because um, she finally, she talks to the mom and dad. Everything mm-hmm. goes great. The, we already talked about how beautiful the conversation with the dad was. That I, that really moved me. Yeah, I like that too. And then she talks to the... And knowing his dad's hardships and also that like he is very susceptible to COVID and he's still... Yeah. Wanted to be there for his son. Clearly has yeah. health issues. Knows that he's not, you know, doesn't have... Um, you know, a lot of luxuries and right. life as far as health yeah, goes. Two battles of cancer and yeah. heart disease. And he's traveling in a pandemic to to Fucking, see his son. It's just beautiful. to see his son and support his son. That's un, that's incredible. Yeah. What, what a great uh, example of a, a good father. But he says, um, the first thing that the brother says that I really liked is he goes, uh, he goes, so Yvonne has told you about me? And she goes, he told me all about you. And he goes, all the bad stuff, huh? And she goes, no, are you kidding me? It was all good stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I wanted to cry. That would be like, that's literally like a, like from a movie script. Right, yeah. Like, that's genius writing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Cause it's, yeah. Because you assume, and then you can see him being like, oh, f- fuck. Like yeah. They, like, he probably only did say nice things about me. And I, I kept forgetting that Ivan's the older one. Yeah. Which means, that, like, which means that he looks up to him. 
They must be close, right? Because Ivan's like 28 or 26. There's 29. Okay, well, he's in that range. So, yeah, his brother must be, still be in his mid, yeah. mid-20s. That's fucking so awful. Yeah. But um, he's, he, he was clearly moved by that. Like, my older brother still isn't talking shit about me, even though I've probably put him through hell, mm-hmm. you know? And helped raise my daughter. Like, he, he raised my daughter for me, mm-hmm. partly. And then... Um, she says, I think he'd make a good father or something like that. And then his brother says, uh, he looks at my daughter like he's, she's his daughter. Mm-hmm. daughter. And that yeah. really moved me too. Cause like he did, like he had to like take over yeah. raising this child. Yeah. Like that's like, it, that's such like heavy real life shit. Yeah. This really can, conf- I feel like this whole encounter confirmed how good of a guy Ivan is, even yeah. though he might be kind of quiet and unassuming, but he's like a stand up. And yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. I think that just how great Ivan is is what is choking everyone up in the mm-hmm. situation, myself included, mm-hmm. Tasha, and his brother. And not then, me. Not yeah, Jonah. <laughs> Jonah's a stone wall. But I, I worried about his brother because I said, uh, I said, hey buddy, you're getting real tears on your fake tears. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, wait, outline one of them. I, I need another tear. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm getting tears on my face, and not just the ones that painted on for the men I murdered. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, people I murdered. Can I shout out a great joke from a friend of ours? Of course. Uh, Ian Abramson, I think, one of the, one of the greatest comedians I've ever known. Is, he said, uh, I got on the train the other day. I sat down to a guy, and I realized he had a, a teardrop tattoo under his eye. And I said, hey, buddy, I get sad sometimes, too. That's <laughs> 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 my favorite joke ever. Anyways, let's move on. I I would um I'd suggest uh we're having a little tech issue here sorry guys uh I would suggest uh people checking out his uh Comedy Central show uh, Seven Minutes in Pur- Purgatory yeah also um uh, uh fucking full circle Gary Busey Pet Judge I think it's called yeah it's on Amazon Prime and it's one of the weirdest shows you ever seen oh doesn't he produce that show Ian he plays the judge the courtroom ju- or the courtroom interviewer after does he really one. yeah I didn't notice and that and he also produces and writes it yeah yeah or that's, co-writes it yeah. oh that's great yeah great He's, job Ian Amos is doing great stuff look him up and follow everything right does. And that's been the show, guys. I appreciate uh, all the time. <laughs> this has been the Amerson show. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was Ivan. And then we meet, uh, then our final segment of the final second to last segment of the night is Ben. We meet Ben's family. Um, Ben's from Indiana, but he wants to show Tasha of Venice Beach, which I thought also, this was my, probably like my, I think it was my second favorite. No, it wasn't. No, I like the, I don't know. Blake, what did you like? I like the. Um, I thought the I thought the carnival was good, but I thought the games were kind of dumb. For me, I think Ivan did had the best date. I think so too, because it he, was simple. He had to think like, how would I show her where I grew up? I can't. I'm gonna just show her my niece cooking right. this and cute we'll, thing, we'll cook and then together. I, and he was like, for me, home is with my yeah, family cooking. Body. Yeah, and that's yeah, like yeah. the most beautiful sentiment. Yeah, yeah. I agree. As opposed to these guys being like, I like to hail taxis and I like yeah. to and like to shoot hoops at the old swisheroo. It's <laughs> <laughs> the real name of the right. of the hoop game. And then Ben's like, I want you to drink a really thing, uh, a wellness drink that you're not gonna like. Oh man, I felt like that. I was like, oh, Ben might be gone. At this point, yeah, I still had my money on Zach it, leaving. It was kind of a failed front first date. 
Well, so first he goes not first uh, date, but like failed uh, hometown date. Excuse me. Yeah, and it was. I think it was a failed. Even if it wasn't, even aside from the theme, this was a dumb date. Well, if there was no theme, this would be the and Ben just get to decide what to do. This yeah. would be stupid. Well, okay, so it starts off kind of with a flub that we think we heard from Tasha, but I think it's because it's late at night and we wanted to hear it. <laughs> um, but uh, we didn't rewind it and we didn't double check it. But we're pretty sure that Tasha wanted to say um, that he uh, finally, hopefully, Ben will put down his walls and be vulnerable. But I think we said I we that. She said, I hope he puts down his balls and be vulnerable. It sounded a lot like she said balls. If you said agree, balls, yeah. message us. And I would say, like, really, if you're going to put down your balls, you are the most vulnerable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it should be. I can't read your, oh, yeah. No, no for, for, for women. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should be like, women need to start putting down their walls and men need to start putting down their balls. <laughs> That's my dating advice. Yeah. I'm the new Dr. Phil. I'm Dr. Blake. And I've already been fired. (laughs) (laughs) Blakey Berkey. I'm Dr. Blakey. Yeah, see, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust a Dr. Blakey. Yeah, right. I don't blame any of you for not trusting me. That's fine. Wouldn't it be funny to like sit there and then your doctor says something kinda like like has a quip and he goes, Uh yeah, I'm doctor and then he says Blakey and then he struggles to find like a rhyming word to go with it and then he just kind of looks at you and he's like so what are we here for (laughs) (laughs) i just walk out um anyways so um they go power blading they go power blading they do wellness shots not going good i wrote i know did did he call it power blading or did i just write it that i think he called it power blading or rollerblading, whatever. Right. Either way, it's stupid as hell. Yeah. Venom speech bullshit. And then he goes, "We're now next. We're gonna take a sh- turmeric shot." Yeah. Which is, do you know what that is? Turmeric, yeah. What is it? It. Well, I know turmeric as as the spice turmeric, which is it's like, like a, a healthy shot. Yeah, it's like a energy I booster. I believe it's like a um, an Indian spice from that area. What would be the point of from the like shot? Southeast Asia, just energy. California bullshit. California bullshit. Yeah, fuck that is what I would say. And she immediately, she immediately takes it as like, I fucking hate this. Yeah, but she still was like, I'll drink it because you. This was your choice of all the things for us to do. Listen, I already ate. I already had some smear, and I smeared my toilet with it. (laughs) Jesus Christ! But you think uh, of all the choices he has to represent Venice Beach, she's like, take the shit you probably will hate. Yeah, like do something else. Let's take a, a good shot. Yeah. Or but that's the thing is, okay, so let's say we did our thing. How about wheatgrass or something? Like, I don't know what turmeric is, and I don't especially love wheatgrass, but it wouldn't make me puke. Turmeric's going to be a little spicier than wheatgrass. Yeah, see, he took a real gamble there, and he, he did. clearly failed. Yeah, yeah, but he had four shots on there. They're all wellness shots. Oh, she got the pick, which one she wanted? No, I think she was supposed to do all four. Oh, she only did the one. Because <laughs> he almost puked, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. It just wasn't going good from the beginning. His problem is like it probably it, wasn't the right time. I think it, his lack of confidence is what is affecting him, for sure. Which we already know, we know. You know, you've seen the episode. People listening, you know, it ends up kind of biting him in the ass at the end. But that's his yeah. problem. Is like I don't think he was confident. He wasn't. He was like, oh, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just wasn't confident. And he probably he wasn't confident in his picks. He probably could have picked way better things. Mm-hmm. He was thinking. He, I think he's dumb and not confident. Right. And those are two of the things women look for: is intelligence and confidence. Right. I have one. It's confidence. <laughs> 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 I have one of those two. Yeah. In any case, they end up. Uh, I do. I I was kind of touched how much he loves his sister. Right. Talking about that a lot, but and then, then he goes. Uh, oh, I'm gonna fuck. Up. I wrote her name wrong though. And then uh, uh, it's a family friend. Uh, and Tonina, is that, is that how he said it? I'm oh, sorry. I didn't write down the name. I don't. Yeah. We okay. She never mentions. So her his family friend never talks to Tasha. We never find out how, what's the relation. How do they meet? Because there's a there's clearly I feel that there is a a, a big uh, age gap between uh, him and her, and then also between his sister and her. So I'm just wondering what the connection is. Um, I bet, I bet you that when Ben was looking for the family to, to come, his dad's a doctor, or something. So that makes sense. He mm-hmm. couldn't come. He's busy. This is you know important, the most important time ever for doctors. So God bless him. Um, I bet you that he couldn't get the doctor father to come he only has one sister i think mm-hmm. and then maybe his mom couldn't come for some reason or, or maybe i don't i don't know what's the well because his mom's name. with his dad and then she gets it he gets it sure so, so it was he was they were like so the we household can only, couldn't come yeah they were like right. we can only send a sister and they were like we really need to bring two people because when Tasha's talking to the sister ben needs to be doing something right oh that's a good point. so they made Great they point. like forced that hand to bring the the lady who's the family friend and who does say I love you to Ben so they must be somewhat close of right and then she's also the one that goes you love her i know i i knew yeah, i that knew was when kind you of a walked sweet in moment. yeah you know that my, moment was actually that i think that might be the moment of the night when you watching him realize that he does love her yeah but he's so dumb he's so dumb about it he, if he didn't he might it. not even really love her he might just be like Someone told me that I love her, so I do that. So now I think <laughs> yeah, he goes, I, he goes, I don't love her. And then he goes, wait. He goes, I don't know if this is a Maybe tumor. I do love her. You told me I love her. I love her. He goes, I'm not sure if this is a turmeric shot talking, <laughs> yeah. but I think I love her. He goes, you love her? We got a turmeric in there? <laughs> but, so uh, he talks to his sister, and then Tasha talks to the sister too, which I thought, that part I, I circled I thought was sweet is a, uh, she says, trust me, I'm his sister. I could tell you he's not hiding anything. Oh. Which was kind of a sweet sentiment. But, like, but he is holding back on a lot of things. But see, I think that's what she's saying. Like, He's, he's not hiding anything, but it's like that's almost like a negative because it's just like that's how dumb he is. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, he's not saying anything more because he has nothing left in his brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even mean that to be mean, but like that's honestly what I think. This is going to sound shitty and and I guess I kind of mean it to sound shitty, but he is a pussbag about his feelings. Oh yeah, and it probably cost him It did cost him. And that's the thing is, okay, so uh you know, the family stuff doesn't doesn't really last long. Um they have a talk afterwards and you know, up until this moment we are seeing the talking head of him basically saying like I love her. I love her. Like yeah. I like it's him it's like, convincing himself he's realized that he loved her. It's and, like teaching Frankenstein that fire is bad. <laughs> fire bad. I love her. Fire bad. Love good. Yeah. Tasha pretty. Or like uh Congo and the the And then he goes and strangles 
Zach sneezed. <laughs> <laughs> they go, no, bad. <laughs> oh, bad. Um, She's nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> scoop neck. <laughs> I wear scoop neck. And uh, so, uh, okay. It sounds like, you know, I don't know. I can't remember if he's mentioned this before. It sounds like he's never said I love you to a girl before, right? Or that I'm in love with you, which are two completely different things, right? So yeah, uh, I know that feeling of your heart is racing, your adrenaline's pumping when you when you feel the moment of this is the moment I need to tell somebody I love them. Sure. You, have you felt that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You don't sound confident about it. I mean, I I can picture all the times I've said I've loved you to a girl I'm dating. It's a scary it's moment. It's only been four times in my life. Oh God! I've it's been. And I only meant it one time, <laughs> <laughs> and that was a get sound. And that was, that was fifteen years ago. <laughs> um, it is a scary moment, and I you I think oh, yeah. the times um, where I really really meant it, like my heart was racing, my uh, uh, I was sweating. I I was I was clearly there was vomit on your sweater. There was vomit already. on your sweater. That's your mom's spaghetti. Is <laughs> my mom's spaghetti? <laughs> um, I mean, I clearly was showing physical signs of like something's about ready to happen do you know what i mean yeah that sounds like more intense than what it is which he's showing sure he shuts down his brain shuts down all this shit and then i think i think that she felt that this was the moment for him to say it he doesn't and then and i said this out loud when we watched it i was like that's the end of him right there a hundred percent because it's the moment she felt it he felt it. It's that awkwardness of like, you could tell when the other person's like, are you okay? And it's just like, I'm not, I'm in love with, you know, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Like that moment. And, um, which I think when both parties really mean it and both parties really feel it, it is a very special moment when it comes about. You want to know the sweetest time I ever said it? Yeah. Was, um, this girl, um, we had a, a strange way that we met, but um, we ended up liking each other a lot. And then she, I was nervous about saying it to her, and she was uh, really good at sign language. She did sign language interpreting in college. I know where this is going, and I love it already. And I learned how to sign it. Mm-hmm. And I did a terrible job, and I signed it to her. And she... I love you, just this. No, but I did the letters. Oh. Because if I, that's like how you say it to like a friend. Yeah, I know. I know this isn't good, for Mike, <laughs> yeah. but we're here doing the one. But I did each letter, oh. which I taught. I kind of taught myself on my own. Uh-huh. And then she was like, "I think you spelled something you didn't mean to spell." And I said, "I, I know what I spelled." <laughs> and then we made hot passionate love. <laughs> oh. Nah, it was all right. Did she send it back to you? And you're like, "I don't know what that." No, she was like, she was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah." Did she ever say it back to you? Yeah, she oh. said it back right then. Cause she, I think I, I, she had already shown signs that she really liked me a lot. Uh-huh. And it was the, one of the sweetest things I've ever done. For instance, she kept talking to you. It was, it was one of the sweetest Which gestures. For you, it was a lot. One of the sweetest gestures I've ever had and one of the most uh, awful relationships of my life from that point on. No, not from that point on. I'm being too cruel. But it was um, it was good. Person I know? No. Oh, okay. Um, That's really sweet of you. How long did it take you to learn that? Um, I she, she kind of taught me some of the letters, and then I just kept practicing the ones that spelled that. I love. So you you took uh, you took uh, 
the moment of saying I love you as a homework assignment. To a degree, yeah. <laughs> and also, I you was like, you I, didn't do it as like uh, this is this is the exact. I knew that I, should. She, I knew that she would like it. No, I I had practiced it, and I knew I wanted to say it. Uh huh. And then when I finally thought the moment was right, and I did it, uh huh, it turned out that it was good. Nice. Yeah. That was a good. That's a good story. Sweet story. It was. It was. A, I think it was a sweet gesture to let her know that how I, people don't text you more often is beyond <laughs> me. From this podcast. From or this in podcast. General? Oh yeah. Listen, you know, don't don't take any pity on me. I've got. No, I'm not. It's not pity. Comment. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in any case, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where we go from here. You're, I feel I like just want to do a little. Are sidebar. you signing your phone number right now? <laughs> I just want to do a little sidebar on that because it popped in my head. I think that's great. That's a great story. Well, thanks. Yeah. You know what, listeners? If you wanna, if you wanna share any quick stories you have about the first time or the most important time you said you loved you somebody we'd love to hear it and we'd actually would love to share it we would love i love hearing those stories those stories are actually really incredible i'll hear the story and i'll say i love you to the story yeah and that's pedals uh pedals and prints podcast at gmail.com yeah uh if you want to check that out um that i said that so <laughs> i said that it's such a throwaway comment it sounded like i didn't mean it but i did mean it i love hearing those stories those that's my favorite part of like a wedding speech is the like the moment I knew I I loved you speech the that part of that yeah the moment sweet. I knew I loved you blah 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 yeah yeah that was gonna be very sweet right the one I'm writing about you is pretty impressive about me yeah the moment I knew I loved you what is it you don't know yet I'm gonna I gotta, tell you gotta wait till I wedding <laughs> <laughs> well I can't wait for that yeah um so Ben screws the pooch as they say by not yeah. saying I love you to her. Um, they, they're editing to me. I told you this while we watched it. It felt like, oh, he's going to interrupt the rose ceremony and finally say it to her. It's going to throw her in a spiral. And, uh, and then there's going to be some dramatic change, but no, he, we get the rose ceremony. Well, I'm so glad he didn't. Cause that, that would just be, I'm, I'm sad that he did. Uh, well, okay. So let's get into that. So, there's a yeah, rose ceremony. It's so much harder for her to say goodbye to him. Yeah. If he was like, I love you. But like, she wanted that. I know a guy that dated, they were both friends of mine, they dated, and uh-huh. he, she broke up with him. And what she said to him, which I thought was, you know, fairly like fair and like realistic, she said, like, we're not, this is fine, but we're not in love with each other and we're never going to be in love with each other. And so I don't see the point of this going on any further. Okay. Because they were sort of kind of like lazy about their relationship. Yeah. And uh, his response was, uh, all right, bye. And then he like walked out the door and he walked back in and he goes, just so you know, I do love you and I am in love with you. And she was like, okay, well, bye still. Like, you can't throw that on me uh, now. Yeah. But it, I thought it was like it was like a Hail Mary for him. Right. But it's also just like, no. Because she knew it was, wasn't real. I mean, and even if it was real, like you lost, don't you should you had the chance because they had dated for like months and months. Okay, so uh, look, so look, it's like if you if you're in love with somebody, you tell them, right? Or you know, I mean, maybe that's too cheap of me to say, but you find a way to work up right. the courage to tell them. But in the meanwhile, put a lot of care in the relationship so you don't lose them, right? Because if you don't say it and they break up with you, that's on you. Right. Agreed. A hundred percent. Okay, so and so, you can't say it after it's over, which is what he would have been doing anyway. I know, but okay, so 
so there's a rose ceremony. Obviously, Ivan, Zach, Brendan get it. Ben goes home. Mm. So we're only setting that up because the real meat of the this, the end of the, 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 I guess, the final act of this episode, however you want to say it, is this. And, and this goes into what you're saying, is that Ben doesn't get the rose. The whole time he's like, I wish I said I loved you. I wish I said I loved you. Normally, she doesn't walk people out, right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes... Um, let me walk you out. They walk out, and then he just goes, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, not a big deal. And he's like, I'm heartbroken, but I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. It's good. And then she's, like, looking at him, like, you know, to me, I think that, like, and I think this is valid. I think sometimes people will challenge you to prove to them that you love them. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it's unfair and sometimes it's valid. And I think this is one of those moments that's valid because she's looking for that. And then how, what she said is she's like, I don't want you to, I'm going to, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but she, she goes like, I didn't want him to do this big grand gesture, but like at least say something. Yeah. Well, what would you say if you were him in that situation? So you're, you're, I I clearly would have been like, listen, the biggest mistake of my life right now is that, uh, and I would mention that night and I would just say like, I am and I was and I will always be in love with you. And I don't know how to say that. And I've never said that to anybody before. And I know I missed my chance when I had it. And this is why I, I am where I am. And I'll never I'll never forgive myself for not telling you how much I am in love with you. Because you, Blake Burkhart, I am in love with you. <laughs> I'm blessing. And I know what I did wrong. That's and I wish I could fix it, and I know that I can't, and I will forever live with that. Oh, I no bullshit. That's almost exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, you have to say something like that. You right? have to say something like that. And that's like hail a Mary. real. Yeah, it's Mary a hail mary, but but you don't do a hail mary unless you're invited to. I think that's the difference. But she was in. That's the difference. No, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm re- I'm referencing when I said hail mary earlier about my friend. Yeah, yeah, yes. like he was like yes. uh, he was told to leave, right? And be, he was broken up with, and then he was still like. But I love you, and I'm mm-hmm. in love. With- it was like too late, buddy. Yeah, Tasha Portasha, Tasha Portasha, Tasha Portasha gave him so many opportunities to do yeah. that. And I don't know if that would have changed anything. And I don't know. I think it would have just validated. Maybe I think it would have made her feel better about what she thought about the relationship. I think he should have said, and this maybe if feeling, and I am not. I'm not you know, I don't have. I'm not in Ben's head. I don't have his feelings. You're not in Ben's head. No, if I was, I'd sound like this. What's that? Oh, yeah. you're right. I do love. Yeah. No, but he, a cool thing to say would have been, and I was hoping to say this is like, um, I'm. I know I'm going home tonight, um, and I'm okay with that. But I want you to know, as I leave, that I'm in love with you. And if nice. our paths cross yeah. again one day, I am in love with you. And it took me too long to admit it to myself. Yeah. And I never found the courage to say it until now. And I know it's too late. Right. So I wish you the best. Those are three great guys in there. Right. Can and I say something? Our paths ever cross. I'll, I'll take you back. Something like that. I love what you said. That affected me into a way that it reminded me of something i forgot to tell you last episode mm-hmm. so uh the people that skipped last episode um which we're having a couple tech, tech issues this time too i don't know what's going on but 
um, we had a tech issue. Uh, Becca's and I podcast was lost. And, uh, so, I, so we replaced that podcast with me recapping cause you didn't get the, you didn't get, you, cause your eye, you didn't get a chance to watch yesterday's podcast and I recapped it to you. And one thing that I forgot about, because who, who's our favorite Riley, mm-hmm. you and I, and I forgot to tell you that I, you just reminded me that Riley on the couch at the mental law, when he was talking to Tasha, he goes, I'm again, I'm going to paraphrase. He says something similar to, um, I know how I know how great you are, and I I if I was with you, I'd remind you every single day. And if you're with somebody that won't do that, you have like you know where I'm at. Oh, that's perfect. He said something like that. I yeah. he said it much more beautifully than I did. Um, but I'll rewatch like, that. I'm gonna rewatch that, and we'll do a quick little. What a, I think that's such a great fuck you. <laughs> To like, how dare you leave me? Yeah, because um, he, he meant. He, I mean, it was a, it was a very sincere thing he said, and I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure when people say that, obviously they don't mean like fuck you, but it is one of those things where it's like you missed out on something important. Well, I also think it means like, uh, I think it is sweet to be like if you if you want to kind of restart this down the road, right. I'm there, and I'll never, I will never not appreciate you. Right. right. And then I think that is still there's still like a temporary <laughs> lapse on that sort mm-hmm. of thing, but like everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So when you say like I'll I'll be I'll be around if you need me, like they know you mean like in the next 6 months. Right. Cuz otherwise I'm going to start dating somebody else. Right. But uh, I always say like I'll be I'll be there gesture. for you these these three words I say are true. How's the song <laughs> go? I'll be there for you. I say I swear. <laughs> By, By the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there together <laughs> for better, for better, better to apart. <laughs> <Better to work. laughs> <order. laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was a you know it's a lot of missed opportunities that Ben. It costed him. It costed him um, maybe the love of his life. Yeah. In his head right now, at that exact moment. I mean, I think he, I think Ben needs to work on himself a bit. I think so too. And I think that, man, I mean, as we wrap this up, I'm I'm Team Ivan going into the finale. I am Team Ivan as well. I think, all in all, he's the best. Why are you look? Why are you smiling? Because I just said I'm gonna come wearing a shirt. This is Steve Ivan. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, but I'm. I'll make it myself. I'm pretty sure she's gonna go with Zach. She's. It's the like. Here's the thing with Ivan, um, which I'm pretty sure happens. Uh, they said goodbye. She didn't look back. She said goodbye to Brennan, not Brennan. She said goodbye to Zach. Look mm-hmm. back. Like walked away. Looked back. Smiled. Um, in all the talking heads, it was all future tense. We're gonna have to work on that. I'll have to accept that. I'll have to learn to love this. Like this is the thing I'm gonna have to deal with. Yeah. All future tense. She's the, that's the only guy that she says that with. I know. I just hope she's looking for more of. I don't know. He's clearly the best guy out of the three. Brennan has a good Ivan heart. Is- yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think he Brennan is. has yeah. a good heart, but he's kind of dumb. I don't think you should say is kind of. 
Yeah, Brennan's really dumb. Okay, fine. So, yeah. Zach, I think, is ha- has his past, which right. I don't follow. Yeah. I don't follow him for that one no. bit. But I don't. I didn't like the way his brother talked to her, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think he's a little bit all or nothing with her. Right. And Ivan, I feel like, is just the most pure-hearted guy out of every contestant we had all year. And so I'm glad he's made it this far. But I think he's like the least uh, fallible person yeah. that's a contestant yeah. of everybody. And it took me a while to see. I think I always liked Ivan, but he wasn't a front runner for me. And now he, I'm pure team Ivan going into yeah. into final episode. Yeah. Is that so? I know that's what you're rooting for, but who do you actually think? Is it you think it's still Ivan? I would bet on. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go with my heart, and I would bet on Ivan too. Okay, I my heart is Ivan, and but my uh, my brain is gonna be Zach, which I you know what I think if I can remember back to like you know, when we did the breakdown of all the contestants Mm -hmm. and then also when the first episode, we gave a lot of shit to Zach about kind of his past and kind of the way he looked and kind of the way he acted. And, uh, he is, uh, you got to give him a big props for making as long as it has he, as he has. And I think this episode is when you really saw like his kind of charm with her, how he like, she mentions that like, he doesn't care. He like he's not afraid to like embarrass himself in front of me, you know, like in a fun, stupid way. Like he's 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 gonna go for it. Yeah, which I could see. So I think she brings. I think she's just as like, oh, this is a fun guy. Like I, to me personally, I think that like Ivan is the safest choice, is the best guy, but it probably doesn't bring her the most joy. Here's another case for Ivan. But also, is Ivan more attractive than Zach? I would argue yes. yes. Who's more attractive? Ivan's more attractive than Zach, and Brennan has them both beat. Okay, agreed. But I'll say this. Next week is meeting Tasha's family. Uh-huh. And if I'm Tasha's family, it's not even close. One guy's a dope. The other a guy, dope addict. The other guy's a former addict who's maybe a little too spazzy still. Uh-huh. And then the third guy's like kind of a quiet, shy, like saint. Yeah, oh, genius, good job. Yeah, well, yeah, oh yeah, crazy, crazy money too. Like yeah. he must make bank. I yeah. So if I'm uh, if I'm Tasha's family, I'm going Ivan in right. a heartbeat. Right. And then you know they're saving that for last, which I guess they always do. And also, his little brother is like the Zach C of the family. Do you know yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's like the safe one, but he still has that kind of like brother that's kind of the wild child card. Yeah, I think it might come down to what her family thinks. I'm just guessing. Yeah. And I think they're going to like Ivan the best, which because how could they like could Ivan too over Ivan? Right. Yeah, yeah I um, I think I agree with you on the family choice on that for sure. Um, but, you know, I guess we're going to have to find out. We're going to find out next week. I can't wait. I can't wait. Are you here next week? Monday and Tuesday, unless I hurt Monday my Tuesday. eye again. <laughs> God, well let's let's just hope my uh, let's the, hope, I, well, let's hope it, I don't watch Home Alone before we hang out. I'll uh, let it be known that the only thing keeping away from this podcast is a physical injury. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, Rebecca Gibson will be joining us again, and then hopefully uh, uh, Kristen Fenchek will be back. Uh, worst case, um, all four of us will be coming back um, 
early January for The Bachelor, which I'm kind of excited about. Mm-hmm. Which I just I just read up a little bit about the new Bachelor. He actually was on um, Claire's season, oh. so he's on this season. But when they picked him, they were like, "This guy is has to be the Bachelor," and they poached him out of the season, and then they made him the Bachelor right away. Maybe I'll go in between. Maybe I'll go back and watch that season. He's not on it. Claire is this season. Wait, but you said he was on Claire's season. He got he got picked for Claire's season. Oh, I didn't he, know so this. I didn't do any research it. on oh, him. Oh, okay, okay. So from the things I read today is that he uh, was not on Claire's season. He got picked for Claire's so season. So he's never been they, on a show. Nope, he hasn't had any. Okay. To my knowledge, and from what I read, he has not had any airtime. Uh, but they they just knew that he was the Bachelor, so they poached him out and then made him the Bachelor. Okay, I'm on board. Pretty excited about that. He looks like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Very so too. Good looking. So I'm excited about that. But we'll, we'll, that's going to be in a few weeks. Uh, if not, we still have the the season finale of Tasha's, which again, arguably, is the best Bachelorette we have seen. So yep. I'm pretty excited Two about more that. More apps. Yeah. Any questions you guys have, uh, Prickhead Nation, please email us at Pedals and Pricks Podcast at gmail.com or you can DM us through our our social media means, which is Pedals and Pricks on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Any of that stuff, uh, you can see Blake Burkhart at what? Blake Burkhart? Blake Burkhart Comedy on Instagram. I, I have other social media, but that's the one I like the most. Right. And you can find everything there. You can do that. Uh, you can also check out his album, which we do plug a lot. But if you haven't listened to it, please do. It's very, very funny. It is Atlantis. You can get it on uh, any any of the streaming ser- services. Uh, or if you want to throw him a little money, you can buy it on iTunes. No. Um, At this point, I don't give a shit. Just find <laughs> it and listen to it. Let me know what you think. Honestly, God, listen to it. I, I I know you're my friend, but it is, it is one of the best albums I've heard, especially ah, all year. Thanks, buddy. Uh, it is great. Um, you, we also have a sister podcast, if you're into The Simpsons, called Never Seen The Simpsons. That's where our other ho- host, Rebecca Gibson, has never seen The, the Simpsons. And uh, she we are walking her through uh, every episode of The Simpsons, starting with season three because we all know that's the best season to start with. Uh, that's been a fun ride. That's been doing very well. So thank you for all the support on that. And um, yeah, that's it. We have uh, some other podcasts in the works, which we'll let you know about. Oh, yeah. Which I'm pretty excited oh, about. Oh, I'm pretty excited too. Oh, we've had a long <laughs> combo on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, daddy. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to end with? Uh, Team Ivan. Team Ivan it is. And that's all we have to say. And I guess to you, Blake, I say goodbye. And to the Preckhead Nation, we say... Goodbye. Goodbye. I know it's true. And I love my baby. I love her too. We are together all the time. And everything is so good damn fine. Jesus.